You're listening to Jeff is Moody. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to Jeff is Moody Airlines. Uh, We have been cleared for takeoff. So please, board, sit down, relax. Tray tables out, seats back. We don't follow rules and regulations here. We'll be taking off shortly. Um, Enjoy the fight. Kings. Queens. My brothers, my sisters, my people. Welcome to the Jeffers Moody Show with DJ Naturel. Great talk, great music. Adult only, you know? Listen, we will laugh, we might cry, we will think, we will be motivated, we will be inspired, but most of all, we will be entertained. With that being said, kick back, relax, we got you. You are now traveling with numero uno. The number one flight through the talk show skies is the Jeffers Movie Show. Let's go. Enjoy the bounce. Young Sean, young Sean, how you doing, man? How you doing, nephew? You all right over there? Hey, y'all. How y'all doing, family? Welcome to the Jeffers Moody Show. Y'all know what time it is, man. Yo, y'all okay? Y'all okay out there? Happy Monday. Nah, nah, we upbeat around here. Young Sean, we got one of them shows today where I, I felt like talking to other people besides myself. All this quarantine and how you going crazy. So I wanted to have a conversation for the whole show. So I got some of my favorites and we just having some great convo. We breaking all kind of rules. Youngin, we got segments that's 50 minutes, 40 minutes, 30 minutes. It's all for the fam, though. They are going to enjoy it. Young Sean, we ain't got a lot of time. We got to get into it. How you doing, young boy? Are, are you good? You staying sane? Huh? How's that homeschooling going? It's all right? All my youngsters out there, don't y'all worry about it. Y'all going to get through this. All my seniors out there, we going to be talking about y'all later in the show. You going to get through this. Don't y'all worry about it. We know how you're feeling right now, but y'all going to get through it. Young Sean, everything good? You got your Kool-Aid. You've been practicing uh, responsible social distancing. Mama good, daddy good, everything good. You being a good young man. We ain't got a lot of time to spare today, youngin. We're gonna do this opening segment a little different. We we going but we still got to give the people what they used to. You ready? Let's go ahead on and give them what they used to. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. I see you, I see you. Thank you, thank you, sir, sir, man. 
Sir, ma'am, seriously. I mean, after 56 weeks, I think it's I think I think it's safe for me to admit I wouldn't be anything without you two in that whole section over there. I'm just trying to tell you, you you guys, you guys have been nothing but a blessing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You are far too kind. All my people over there and over there and over there at the job, in the office, on the road, in them streets, wherever you may be. Ladies and gentlemen, my kings and queens, welcome to the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturell on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and of course, ReachOneNetwork.com. For all my iPhone, all my iOS people, listen, go to your app store, get the free app, BeatBreak87FM. You can listen to us straight from the app in real time, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can do that. For all my Android people and people with other phones, your phones are great. We don't play iPhone versus everybody else over here. That's silly. All of your phones are awesome. We're coming close to getting apps that work seamlessly with you guys' smart devices as well. Salute to our Android family and everybody else. All right? Salute to y'all. Contact me on Instagram, family, at The Jeff is Moody Show, or you can text me your comments and or questions to 678-386-5331. If you want to hit DJ Naturell up to salute her for the ATL traffic mix, which I don't know how much time we're going to have for that today, y'all can hit her up on all social media. That's DJ Naturell with an E, N-A-T-U-R-E-L. Once again, if you want to text comments and or questions, hit me up at 678-386-5331. Listen, family, I'm going to be your, I'm going to be your pilot for this three-hour flight. So kick back, relax if you can, even if you cannot. I guarantee you that we're about to make this the best portion of your day. I am here to get you through the grind. Special shout out to all my drivers out there who listen to Jeff is Moody while you are on the road. Honk your horn for me while I ring my bell for you. Can y'all hear my bell? Double ring. Oh, we got some good convo for y'all today. You on the road. You commuting. You got to be out there braving it all. Uh, We we just going to get you through it today. One love to all my family who listen while you work and play and you choose the Jeff is Moody show. Whether you're in the gym, in the house, wherever you are, if you are listening, I thank you. Now, family, we're going to do something unique today. Typically, what I would do is I give you guys a, a some of my quick spill and then I come back and tell you what's going on with the show today. And then we tell you to get ready for Moody Motivation. Well, family, Young Sean, today, Moody Motivation is in the opening. That's how we doing it. We got some conversation for y'all. And, and it's, it's two hours and change. And it's great convo. It's unconventional the way that it's, it's segmented, but whatever. So, Young Sean, let's do a little bit of moody motivation right now. How about that? Yeah. Y'all all right? Y'all better pick y'all head up. Yeah, yeah, times is, yeah, we know what times is. Pick your head up. Let me tell you what motivation is today. Motivation is you remembering that no matter how bleak things seem, there's something up above you that is greater. Times will be better. Times are greater. I'm not even so much talking about a pandemic. I'm just talking about your life. How 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 much have you been going through life and things seem bleak and you're just saying to yourself, 
man, I, I just can't make it. I just want to quit. I've realized, y'all. I've realized. I'm upbeat. I look forward to a lot of things in life. But I've realized, you know, when our back is up against the wall, either the worst of us or the best of us comes out. Make sure your best is coming out. Make sure it's coming out. You feel a kind of way because you, you think you're quarantined or your, your heart is broken or there's something with your health or your job or your money or you're worried about something. You got to know that if you stand on your own two feet and you put your back up against the wall and throw your dukes up, you can make it. All oh, family, let me tell you, Moody Motivation today is just telling you put your dukes up. Look up to something. Things are not always bad. Surround yourself by good energy. This show today, I'm surrounded by good energy, caring energy, loving energy, funny energy. And you're going to feel that energy. Family, that's moody motivation today. If you're feeling down, get up. If you frown and smile, we're going to do our tiny little part to help you. We're going to do our tiny little part to make you think, to make you smile, to make you laugh, to make you do whatever emotion you need to have right now. Hold your head up, family. Here's what we're going to do today. Listen, I got Cousin Ed. I got DJ Naturel. I got Casino. And, and my queen, Mrs. Moody even comes in towards the end of the show and she drops some things on y'all about who we should love and be concerned about and where her concern is in this times and it reminded me why I married this woman. All of the people I'm on the phone with, they reminded me why I love who I love. So this is what we doing today. We gonna do some dumb shit news. <laughs> Smack the fire out of them. It, they, him, her. We all going to do it together. Then we're going to do some sex and relationship talk. And then we're going to come and we're going to talk about some topics that maybe people are not talking about so much during these times because health is the primary issue and it should be. It should be, family. But there are some people we need to think about. We need to think about our kids. We need to think about our seniors. We need to think about our loved ones. There's certain things that, you know, we're, we're not talking about as much and it's understandable. And then I'm going to do a, the quickest polar opposite of all time. That's how much convo. We got three hours of convo for y'all today. We're going to try to give y'all a little bit of music. Hell, if you if you don't get any this week, you're going to get an hour of it next week. So don't worry about it. Family, this is the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com or ReachOneNetwork.com. When we come back, Natural, Cousin Ed, Casino, and myself. We're going to be doing a little dumb shit news for y'all. Smile, smile. We know all the news hasn't been positive. We know everybody focusing on mayhem and destruction, and you got a right to do so. But no, for a minute, let's have some levity. For a minute, let's smile for a minute. Let's go back to as much normalcy as we can. Because no matter what, the ups are down, the highs are lows, sooner or later, we're going to be right back to where we were. This is the Jeffers Moody Show. We will be right back. Back. Young Sean, play that Dilla. Sip your Kool-Aid. Things are bad, but they could be worse. We'll be right back, y'all, with dumb shit news and smack the fire. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87.
What up, family? What up, family? Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Natural on BeatBreakRadioFM.com, ReachOneNetwork.com. I got to tell y'all something. You know, you know, we in quarantine times. But for those of you that, that, that grew up listening to the Mr. Moody's Neighborhood podcast, when you speaking to DJ Natural, because we know you guys, you only hear her on the mix. You know, people like, yo, does she talk? I was like, yeah, she she talks a lot. You you just got to catch her. You got to track her down. You got to catch her. You know, you got to you got to turn her turntables off. You got to do a lot of stuff. DJ Natural. Well, guess what? God damn it. I told y'all, man, wasn't going to spend all day depressing over coronavirus. The funny thing about this show is I'm realizing that I'm, we're still talking coronavirus, but it, some of it is just plain funny because we got to laugh or else we'll cry. Family, uh, I wanted to get with some of my people, some of my favorite people, and that's exactly what I've done. And we all quarantine. Can't look at each other, can't touch each other, can't do nothing. We just here. <laughs> and, and we figured that we just get everybody on the line. That's right, family. It's time for the Jeff is Moody phone check. Phone check, fool. We got all our peeps here right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to make some introductions. By the way, we don't edit. So if you fuck up, you fuck up. Just keep it moving. Ladies and gentlemen, um, straight out of Brooklyn, Alabama. Uh, one of the illest DJs, not only in the ATL, uh, but... One of the illest DJs that that I personally know and have heard over the course of of the past several years has an ear for music, has an ear for the grown and sexy. I'm telling y'all, every time I listen to one of these ladies mix, I get just a little more mature. It's just one less person I want to punch in the mouth. She makes me act like a grown up. That's how dope her music is. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't hear her a lot on this show, but you will. Natural is in the building round of applause. What up, Natty? What's going on? What's up? What's up? I'm back. Finally. It's only been, what, a long time? I've been good, man. Listen, it took a quarantine to get all of us together. So now that we can finally sit down somewhere, I can actually link up and be on the show. So I'm excited that I'm back. It's good to be here. I'm ready to get it rocking. Right, we're gonna we definitely gonna rock out and um we're gonna tell y'all as you guys know we're we're doing this now i wanna um i wanna uh, i wanna say salute because i'm gonna I'm salute this next young man um, but i also want to salute the, the the means of which he introduced that we can get these shows done remotely you know we did it a couple of weeks ago the family seemed to love it so we figured we try it again ladies and gentlemen straight out of north carolina i swear to god if pimping was pimping, he'd be pimping to pimping. He is highly intelligent. He, you know, he's my he's my baby, bro. But I tend to learn a lot from this guy. This guy's multifaceted. He's well-rounded. I mean, he's clearly smarter than me because he knows how to turn computers on and off, and I do not. Uh, but he's just a good dude. He's a good dude. He's a good man. He's a man of principle. He's a funny guy. He's had his own podcast called uh, Two Brothers, Two Mics. Did I get that right? Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, I want to make sure because I'm, I'm not really tipsy yeah. yet. Yeah, I'm going to get there. And he's um, th this is just my guy right here, ladies and gents. Let me. Uh, it's Casino. God damn it, Casino! Round of applause. How you doing? Oh, uh, yes, sir. What's going on, y'all? Hey, man, that was an amazing intro. Look, I've been um, you know what I'm saying. Me and uh, me, me and Rona been fighting. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like make sure she ain't coming in this house. So we quarantine the fuck Indeed. up. Yeah, you know I man. Um, so, so I didn't have beer, booty. So I, I'm, I actually had some leftover Bacardi, and I haven't really been drinking in weeks. But I figured, why not drink now? I think this I mean, is a great time to um, I mean, yeah. drink. I mean, why, why not? And by the way, by the way, uh, Casino, I'd like to say that that is the first time i ever heard somebody say leftover liquor i haven't heard people say i got leftover liquor so no right well aimed take that to the head kid because i know that shit is yeah. gonna be good all right i mean it's like a third left we got you know, one man, more so. we, got a, we got another one coming in a couple of segments y'all but that's gonna be a surprise for y'all uh but we got <laughs> one more now i mean hell listen man if if you know me from life you know me from brooklyn you know me from podcasting. And there's a guy that you you didn't hear me if you didn't hear him. You didn't hear me if I didn't say his name. He's a tall fellow. Kind of makes me look like a kid. In fact, there have been times when people have asked, where's your daddy? Say, that ain't my daddy. That's my little cousin. He just happened to be 7 foot 13. Hold on, I got caught. <coughs> that ain't Derona, y'all. I got some beer stuck in my throat. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, my heart, my fam, my dogs, my people, my mans in them, my cousin. It's so weird to call this guy little cousin. That shit, that shit really is only by way of age. I'm telling y'all right now, because when y'all see us standing together, it looks like a an adult. Hey, hey Nat, what it look like? It look like an adult <laughs> and a drunk child that's it's been like abused at home. And serve alcohol. So it's like it's like Shaq and Webster. We, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but so right. <laughs> oh, hey, hey. By the way, before we introduce this dude, did you guys know that that Gary Coleman was taller than Webster? Now you could at least gave me a Gary Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen, Kings and Queens, all of my people, man. This is my guy. Cousin Ed is in the building. Round of applause. Mm. Oh, man. Big up, big up, big up. What's up, fam? It's your boy, Cousin Ed. Glad to be back with y'all. Been a long time. Yo, Moody, you, you just cough, man. I need my um, Clorox out. Yeah, wipe your computer down, boy. Yo, let me tell you I'm something. Saying, <laughs> I'm so paranoid. Go ahead. When I cough just now, I was about to tell you, done. Show over, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to go straight up there to take my temperature and get in the bed and shit. So uh that you got us all nervous. I'm about to we over here shook. What I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell y'all whether you're shook or not, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to we're going to overcome because that's what we do. And this is something that we realize. The the Jeff is Moody show is a is a news and lifestyle uh uh, uh show. 
just like for all intents and purposes, Mr. Movie's Neighborhood was when you think about it, it was it was news and lifestyle because we talked about relationships. We talked about everything, but we talked heavily about the news. So one thing that I was thinking and I was like, you know, for the last two weeks, I've been kind of honed in. I eased up last week, but week before really honed in on Corona virus. And one thing that we realized is, folks, if and that helped me do this, she just didn't realize at the time she was assisting me in doing this. Um, listen, y'all, you, you're going to hear about the coronavirus no matter where you go. The, the American tendency is to take things a little lightly. We take everything lightly until it kicks us in the ass. This is not an epidemic, folks, in case you didn't catch it. This is a pandemic. This is global. This is not in your local community or your state. So yes, it's justified to hear corona, coronavirus news, COVID-19 news. Here's one thing that we have to do as broadcasters and podcasters and entertainers, because for all intents and purposes, that's what we are. We are entertainers. And at some point in time, you have to realize it's, you can stick with the COVID if you want to, but you got to bring levity levity to the situation. I was on Facebook the other day and Naturel put up something and it, it was basically what it said to paraphrase. It was basically here's a little bit of positivity because everybody seems to be pointed, um, you know, towards the negativity. Now, I will say. I don't I don't think that a realistic pan I don't know if we could classify it as negative but her point was well taken. Um you, if you don't find a reason to smile you're going to go crazy. You're going to lose your mind. You're going to be misinformed if you turn on the television and watch too much news. If you're hanging around a bunch of people that are only whining, you, you're going to go nuts. Bring levity to the situation. Comedy brings levity to everything. And as you guys know, people joke about some of the most serious shit, uh, which we're about to do uh, right now, by the way. So, Natural, <laughs> I want to thank you for doing that, baby sis, because sometimes you need somebody to come from, from left field and kind of smack you in the face and go, yo, smile, motherfucker smile dude like shit is it's fucked up right now but smile so that before we get started i want to yeah. i want to thank you for that and salute you for that no thank you yeah it, it, it took a lot because um you know you log on to social media and now we're spending more time on social media right and like i'm scrolling i'm scrolling and all i see is negative news in a sense you know like someone's died something's happened and it's just, it took a toll on me, like emotionally. So I said, listen, I, I can't keep looking at this. I turned the news off. And so when I find positive stories, I try to share those, you know, so that way you can have some kind of uh, encouragement. You know what I mean? Because we all need it right now. Right. And we can have, and we can have balance. I think that's what's important. Absolutely. You know, um, we had a pre-meeting, uh, y'all, and we were all talking and we realized that you need to smile as much as we need to stay focused on the prize. You know, we were talking how we're not hearing a lot of people talking about voting anymore. We need to stay focused, but at the same time, mm -hmm. smile, goddammit. So we got something that, that might make y'all smile. In, in typical Jeff is Moody fashion, you'll either smile or stop listening to the show for the rest of your life. So we're gonna keep it going for Folks, it's time for dumb shit news slash smack the fire out to them. 
smack the fire out of he, smack the fire out of she, <laughs> smack the fire out of they, or smack the fire out of it. Just depends on how it's going, all right? So we got a couple of stories for y'all. Y'all kind of, you're, you're quarantined right now, so if you're drinking something, I suggest you accelerate that shit. Because you're going to need it by the time we're done. Let me kick it off. Ladies and gentlemen, to kick off dumb shit news, smack the fire out today, it, he, she, or whatever the case is. Oh, the legendary singer and ultimate creep of the planet universe when it comes to adults and children, uh, R. Kelly, has asked to be released from jail uh, be due to coronavirus fears. Now, I want to say before we start this off, Kells, if they do anything with you, they're going to put you directly into the coronavirus, Kelly. You're not getting out of jail. Now, let me uh, let me read this story here. Previously, Takashi69, who Casino and I affectionately call Teriyaki72, uh, he asked to be released from incarceration ahead of his scheduled time because of coronavirus concerns. Now, R. Kelly has made the same request, asking to be released from jail due to the global pandemic. The disgrace here has been in Chicago MCC for months as he awaits trial and hasn't received the sentence for the current sex crimes against him. Because he hasn't received the sentence, Kelly is asking to spend the time in his own home as opposed to being locked up. Yeah, because, you know, just all the prisoners could just say, hey, yo, check it, right? Can I go home? I'll come back. Let me go home and I'll, I'll be right back when they, they fix the virus. You're, you're, quite, you're quite a guy. Kelly's lawyer, Steve Greenberg, filed an appeal this past Thursday on the singer's behalf requesting an early release. The request said Kelly is at major risk possibly catching the coronavirus if he remains locked up in jail. Greenberg said, no matter what steps they take, the sanitation will be substandard. The risk of an internal pandemic at the MCC is great. Greenberg also noted that soap is only available to inmates who can uh, afford it via commissary and that social distancing is impossible while being locked up. News of this comes after Kelly was recently hit with new charges. He's still being charged with, with shit uh, by federal prosecutors in New York. Now listen, I'm just gonna sit around. Uh, how about we start with the Queen, Matt? Our Kelly feel, you know. Yeah, he feels as if, you know, hey man, it's a it's a pandemic. Let me go home and cut oh some music God. and I'll be back. What's up, man? Well, yo, listen, I saw a meme yesterday, right? And it said if it was COVID fifteen instead of COVID nineteen. Uh, you may want to say uh, <laughs> I know it's messed up. Listen, listen. How about no? If you sit down somewhere seriously, I can't. Like I, I can't yeah, and I will know. Nah, that's a good. <laughs> that's a good one. Well, okay. hey, the, the, hey, the nineteen is a little too much for him. You know, have been fifteen, yeah, would have been good. You know what I'm saying? Are you saying R. Kelly cannot catch COVID nineteen? No, COVID fifteen. <laughs> 15 no, I got maybe seventeen. No, 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 no,
pass it around that i gotta go get bell 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 was like yo my nigga we what's up i left bell in the other room let me go get bell oh, okay, okay. okay so so cousin ed cousin ed i'm gonna go straight to you what do you think about the story do you think r kelly should get out of jail because of covid19 he ain't playing monopoly on this one he can't get out of jail no get out of jail free card on this one i mean nah not for you nah never that it's crazy, yo, Casino. What you thinking? What what you say? All right, so look, oh, <laughs> as <laughs> so like with this pandemic going around, nigga, don't nobody give a fuck about period. R. Kelly's well being. Period. So, so it's not happening. It's not happening. I mean, I mean, like to be honest, I don't blame him for trying. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. Like, I mean, hey. try, try as best you can, but nigga, that ain't, nobody cares about a child's well-being. Like, they want True. him dead. There's people that want him dead, so, nah. Correct. We didn't care before this, right? So, we definitely don't, don't care now. So, it's just, like, it's it, why are you even making the headlines at this point? Like, to Moody's point, they're still bringing charges against this man. So, it's just a waste of time. <sighs> A waste of space, a waste of air conversation. No. Yeah, I forgot about yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you before we move on. Do, do y'all hear Bell? Y'all hear Bell? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I hear. All right. All right, Kels, I'm going to tell you. I got to tell you, Kels, uh, your despicable ways aside, I'm one of those guys that I still respect with what you have done in the past before the black panties album because that's when you apparently lost your fucking mind is with the black panties album because i didn't know what you were were doing there but the thing is uh hells listen i'm gonna tell you a great way to stay out of jail like i'm telling you the shit works uh i practice it all the time uh don't fuck kids and that way you can not go to jail for being a pedophile as much as i respect your music I am now convinced that you are guilty. I'm not quite convinced that Bill Cosby is guilty. But I'm convinced, Kells, that you're a fucking creep. So I'm just going to tell you, just hang in there. Like Naturel said, you're immune to this shit. The fucking virus is too old for you, my nigga. It's 19. You're good. Don't worry about it. Moving right along. Somebody smack the living fire altar he smack he God All right Now I like this He believes he he can corona God I don't know why this guy he's amazing but like Casino said let's not blame him for trying moving right along I don't know if this I don't know if I can smack fire I don't think anybody here needs to fire smacked out of here Uh club owner has strippers delivering food mm-hmm. through not not Uber Eats. Mm-hmm. No. Uh-uh. Boober Eats. Like boobs? Yeah, strippers. <laughs> delivering <laughs> food. Absolutely, absolutely not. What's, what's the number? <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Tell me Uber, uh, listen to the story here. Look for for any fellas or uh, ladies, if you want you want some food delivered and a possible lap dance at the same time, uh, check this out. A strip owner in Portland, Oregon, extra mile to keep his staff employed during the coronavirus lockdown by opening up a new delivery service. Not just any delivery service, though. 
He opened up a service that finds strippers delivering food while nearly topless called Boober Eats. I'm not going to smack fire out to eat. Owner Sean Baldwin of the Lucky Devil Lounge created the idea for Boober Eats after the governor shut down all non-essential businesses in the city. Now, of course, there are quite a few people that would argue that strip clubs are essential. I'm not one of them, but there are some people that would do that. From there, Bolden was trying to figure out what to do next, saying the idea for Boober Eats started as a joke on social media until he got a positive response. Bolden noted the service offers the, the uh, strip club's full menu, which includes steak bites, chicken fingers, mini corn dogs, and more at their usual price. Along with that, the Boober girls, they can deliver alcohol. I don't... Okay, let me finish reading that and we'll give our, our take on it. The service is available from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. and a $30 delivery fee is added to each order. Now, there's some more stuff here, but I'm, I don't need to read the rest of it. Let me... Let, uh, uh, I, I want to lead off and I just want to say this. First of all, God bless America. It's first <laughs> Uh, this is the only place that a motherfucker would think of some shit like this and it would actually take flight. Now, the only thing I'm going to smack fire up out of is the $30 delivery. I'm going to smack fire Ulta because I feel, like, I feel like that's a bit excessive and maybe because I'm cheap, but I got to tell y'all, I got to tell you, man, I like this idea. Cousin Ed. Mm, I thought, listen, go ahead, Ed. <laughs> Cousin Ed, your mic, your mic is muted. <laughs> there we go. Cousin Ed, listen, okay. I, need, I need to invest in this one. That, I mean, that is excellent planning. I agree with you that $30 is probably too much. But listen, man, I mean, he's putting people to work, keeping them working, um, also getting a service. <laughs> I want to try it out. Let me be the first one in Georgia to try it out. Sign me up. Mm. Stop by the house. <laughs> ain't uh, bad at all. Casino? Casino. You, you wouldn't do it, Casino? Okay, so my, my opinion is a little bit different. <laughs> on this. So, uh, basically, these hoes are starving out here, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is getting real right now when you got strippers delivering food. Well, yo, I don't want a really? stripper touching my my wings, nigga. I I, I just don't. I I don't want I don't want no stripper touching my wings. I, that's that's just me personally. I, I don't know about that. I mean, it's a great business plan. So the entrepreneur side of me is like, yeah, but I, I wouldn't pay that shit personally. <clears throat> Natural. Oh my God! So first and foremost, two things. Absolutely not. <laughs> Second thing. This is goes to show you that men will die. You will put your life on the line for a fever for a naked woman. Like I cannot wrap my brain around this. <laughs> like so, you got the coronavirus, right? Hey, you're gonna let the strippers, like Casino said, deliver your chicken wings? Yeah, I'm good. Like I don't. No power to you. Like I don't understand it. Men are crazy. Y'all are crazy. The left titty got corona, nigga. Fuck out of here. 
you're gonna pay and you're gonna pay for the service so you're gonna pay to get corona delivered ah, to you nah, i'm good that, that's what i'm saying let's see let's see and, and, and looking at it from an entrepreneur side see? yeah i get that i want to invest right now I, listen <laughs> I'm with you. I will go, let me go on Robin. Let me go on my joint right now and put, put some money in there. Like I'm with you on that. But will I? Yeah, will I look like? Will I look like paying thirty dollars for Corolla? You paying lap dance prices for the delivery? But I'm gonna tell y'all one thing. Outside of that, I think we all can. I think it's a great business model. I am. I am much like casino. As a guy that grew up in strip clubs and has been in the kitchen of, of of certain strip clubs that serve food, here's one thing I'm gonna say, and I know this is gonna sound kind of crazy. I gotta tell y'all, strip clubs, strip club kitchens are cleaner than restaurant Thank kitchens. You. Strip club bathrooms, however, are the nastiest <laughs> on the face of the planet. When you walk into a wash hands No, I'm keeping it one. When you walk into a, a female, you know how did I in, end up in the feet? Okay. Uh, when you walk into a female <laughs> bathroom in the strip club, I'm gonna tell y'all that shit is unflushed toilets and bloody no. tampons. Oh, hold on, hold on. I got it. I got it. You know, I used to have my own cleaning business, and one of the clubs I used to have was here in Atlanta. That's one of the the, the nastiest. Talking about their locker room, the bathroom, the everything in there. But the kitchen, like Moody just said, was one of the cleanest places. But the females, mm-hmm. the nastiest mm-hmm. in my life. Blood. Uh, oh, I can't. Oh, that's disgusting. Mo- yeah, I'm first of all, Moody, Moody real. I mean, first of all, just mm-hmm. the whole idea of having this is you know like this thing. How long the, the strip clubs have been around, right? So there used to be public uh, pubic hair. So you telling me? <laughs> Hey, hell everybody right. started getting waxed, right? They're walking around delivering chicken wings with French fries. Well, and they're open legs. No, 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 no. I mean, if you ever been to a strip club and they is one is a certain they have wait, uh, oh, okay, it's a waitress. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's waitress. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, see, yeah. see, I don't know anything. See, you guys are educating me. I don't know anything about this. You know, you've been to strokers on. I, I gotta tell you, you, you I <laughs> Yo, big up. Yo, big up. Yo, big up to the um. I don't know. I don't know if it was. I forgot the name of it, y'all. If it was the Gold Cup, I gotta tell you. There used to be a strip club in Atlanta, and I'm not trying to be a funny guy. Not that I know a lot about strip clubs after 1995 when I was with my beautiful wife and it wouldn't make sense for me to necessarily, you know, <laughs> be in a strip club. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying, I accidentally happened to land at a strip club doing some business one time and I had one of the greatest fucking ribeye steaks ever from the movie spot. I believe that. I couldn't believe it. The steak was delicious. We're moving right along. Yeah, y'all. Shit had ass juice all over that ribeye, nigga. What you talking about? That shit was That's like why eight. he enjoyed it. That's oh, why he enjoyed <laughs> it. It was, ma- it was made with love right there. Hey, look. I don't care what that nigga We are the quarantine, <laughs> goddammit. All of us going crazy. Slowly crazy. You understand? So y'all gonna take this damn... uh. Uh, uh, nobody's getting a fire snack out today. Now, I'm sorry. We're not snacking fire out today. 
We smack, we're smacking fire out of the thirty, uh, out of the thirty dollar delivery charge. All right, all right. Hold on, Moving right. diamonds still need to get paid, man. Damn right, they got to get their money. All right. Uh, uh, Casino said the left titty has coronavirus. Just the left, titty. <laughs> not the right, not the right one, not the right, just the left, the left. Yeah, David Geffen, uh, music mogul, business mogul. David Geffen. I gotta tell y'all, I don't quite, I don't quite get this one. David Geffen deletes IG after backlash for flexing quarantine on a five hundred and ninety million dollar yacht. This nigga David Geffen could have paid black people reparations and shit. Hey. All right, founder of Geffen Records and co-founder of DreamWorks Pictures, David Geffen faced major backlash after he went to Instagram and posted photos of where he was self-quarantining at. The billionaire made a few posts on Instagram that featured a giant a giant yacht he owns, one that reportedly cost $590 million. On one of the photos, Geffen posted the caption, Sunset last night, isolated in the Grenadines, avoiding the virus. I'm hoping everybody is staying safe. From there, Geffen posted more images of his boat in the Grenadine. Now, now be, because of that post, they say many commented on the mogul's actions in times of a pandemic, saying the IG post was ignorant. Megan McCain of The View, uh, whatever, said David Geffen is worth $8 billion. For God's sake, help this country get ventilators. Are health workers mass and the medical supplies they need? Or no, just stay on your fucking yacht. So people were really pissed off at David Geffen. Now let me go back to the queen and let me... <laughs> yeah, how, do you, how do you feel about this? You feel like we need to select fire all the time? No, because see, first of all, that would be me. I would be David. Or I'm, <laughs> listen, matter of fact, David, come get me and put me out there with you on the yacht. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just being real because I literally said this the other day. I said, man, you know, <clears throat> I remember Beyonce and Jay-Z were cruising around somewhere on a yacht for like New Year's Eve, something. That would be me right now. I would be off in the ocean somewhere <laughs> far away from here, right? So I don't blame him. However, I get the fact that, you know, when you have that kind of money, you can do something, right? So what's the purpose of having this money if you can't help people, right? So I get, I understand why they are upset, but you can't tell a person how to spend their money. Point blank, period. That's it. Right. Cousin Ed. Well, you can't tell them how to spend it, but you can expect certain things of people mm -hmm. in this society and this time. So I, I, I get both sides of it. Yes, get away. Yes, you have the luxury to do that. You don't yeah. have to be on the front lines and trying to you know, save, save the world, but we don't know what he's doing on the other side. And let's just hope he's doing the right thing and helping um humanity trying to get to a better place so that's the biggest thing trying to help everybody else you, and to your, if he, to your point Ed, we don't even know he could actually be doing something he just may not be flexing about that particular yeah. thing they don't know what this man has done so let, let's just hope he is Go ahead, I'm doing, let's hope he is doing something else to um for the mankind but if i had it to i would like yo <laughs> a bottle now, now, Casino, before before you give your input on it, uh, let me ask you, are we good with the volume? Because because we need to remember in post, um, there'll be there'll be a bed under that. Do, do we need to go turn up or 
No. No. Okay. Not, no, not at all. I mean, to all me, right. everything. You know, how, how do you feel about it? Okay. All right. So, all right, so, <laughs> so look. Oh, I don't blame. I don't blame Miss uh, Mr. Geffen at all. I wouldn't give a fuck about none of y'all niggas either. Uh, I'd be on my boat. Now, now, I don't know if I would personally be uh, uh, tweeting or IGN like that because that would come off kind of shitty. But I will be on my boat minding my business and be like, well, survival of the fittest, niggas. Good luck. Because... Yeah. Okay. I ain't because, All right. Uh, now listen. I'm, I'm, yeah, because Rona ain't gonna come out, come out here on the sea. I bet. Correct. Yeah. So you know, how about that? Now, uh, let, let me say this. Um, natural, natural. Uh, she she stole my smoke because the first thing I I would like to ask everybody is, how the fuck do you know what David Geffen is? How do you know what he's doing and not doing? Like, motherfucker might have donated a hundred. This dude is a philanthropist out of the fucking world. All this motherfucker exactly. does is heavy philanthropy. So how does anybody know anything? Like that that's one thing, right? The the second thing that I want to mention to people is that I look at shit like this to be honest with you, I look at it to a degree like wealth envy. Because I'm going to tell you something about being on a boat or living in a mansion. Like, we like to look at people like, oh, they in that big mansion. Let me tell you something about quarantine, right? I don't give a fuck if you live on your own personal island and you got a Target, excuse me, Target, and you got a motherfucking Popeye's chicken, and you got an LA Fitness on that bitch, and, a, and a, I don't care what you got. Anything that you're around all the time, you will go crazy eventually being on there. You can have a $590 million yacht, and at one point in time, you're going to be like, damn, I wish I could get the fuck off of this yacht. <laughs> it doesn't It doesn't matter. Like I think when people have wealth envy, I think that they can use any example. Like People will find a way to dislike shit. I want y'all to think about that, right? Like if you... So if you get somebody that lives... In their mama basement. Casino, where we at on time? We at the 30-minute mark, bro. Okay, yeah, see, I told y'all. This motherfucker be flying. If you get somebody that live in their mama basement and Cousin Ed posts a picture from his dad, that nigga's gonna go, man, look at this nigga showing off on his deck and shit during the pandemic. <laughs> motherfucker, this ain't about your dad. That's because he live in the basement. That's because the only way he can see the sun is when he come upstairs. Like, you know? So, then you get somebody that that takes a picture from their sprawling fucking two-story living room overlooking a beautifully landscaped backyard with a swimming pool on it. Cousin Ed is gonna go, man, look at that motherfucker showing off a swimming pool. Everybody can't swim right now, motherfucker. Why don't you open that to the community? And then, that nigga with the fucking swimming pool, he's gonna look at Dave and Geffen like, man, why are you showing off on the water? Like, you can never satisfy niggas that want to be miserable. Like, you just can't do it. So, David Geffen, this there's no smack in the fire out of you. I'm sorry, y'all. I can't smack the fire. Does anybody here want to smack fire out of David? Let me know. No. No. Nope. 
No, no, no I don't. Okay, now for the sake of time, Sean Garvey, you, you know you, Sean, you you knew what was going to happen when I did this show and and had Natural and, and Cousin Ed, the original goddamn big dog urban podcast legends. You, you knew it was going to happen. You knew I wasn't going to do fifteen. You knew I wasn't going to do twenty. And fucking sponsors is like showing I better get do something with that guy. You knew this shit is going to be about 30 minutes a pop. You knew it. So let me just do this so it's not going to be 40. This is all I'm going to say. And I think I can speak for everybody before we move on. Uh, The last story, fam, is Amazon delivery man seen spinning on customer's package. Uh, Smack the fire, alter he. uh, Stab the fire, alter he. Shot the fire, alter he. Burn he, run he over, cook he. Yo, does anybody not want to smack the fire alter the Amazon man? I want to shoot that nigga. He needs to get slapped (laughs) hard. Yo, he need. I just feel like he he, bit slapped. Yo, I no, I think he needs worse punishment than agreed. Yo, you you could kill somebody. You you what if an 85 year old person with diabetes grabs the package? Terrible. Clearly he don't care. Yeah. The fire This is Gumption News. Uh aka Smack the Fire Alter He She. You know, Smack the Fire Alter He. So, R. Kelly, Smack the Fire Alter He. Strip club proprietor, you kind of okay with us? Uh, you got some left titty coronavirus chicks in there. Y'all need to work <laughs> on that. Um, smack that nigga from me, uh, from yours. They, yeah, smack, smack him. Smack him hard. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Y'all hate on no entrepreneur. Y'all hate on entrepreneur. That hand slap. Natural, I'll tell you. David Geffen. Uh, everybody's with you, David. Everybody's with nope. you. Uh, yep. and the Amazon guy smacked the fire out of Tim. Uh, uh, him, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Jeff is Moody show, and we have just done a fucking 19 hour segment in a, in a three hour show, and we're gonna come back with more. So we'll be right back. It's the Jeff is Moody show with DJ Natural. We got Cousin Ed in the building, we got Casino in the building, and we got a very special young lady. She'll be showing up in a little bit. This is Beat Break Radio, FM.com, Reach One Network.com. And if y'all haven't noticed, I don't know, man. When that when that Mr. Movie's neighborhood team start getting back together, I don't know, man. Kind kind of make us, you know, think we need to do a little something. And then, you know, if Casino feel like he he need to be we talk about you know yo we'll be right back man it's time for a commercial break if any of my sponsors uh are still here we'll be back you're listening to jeff is moody on beat break 87 what up family we're back we're back with the jeff is moody show with dj natural we got cousin ed with us we got casino with us and um i think this is like a gonna be a two three segment show there's gonna be two hours and change because that's what happened when you quarantine you start going crazy uh ladies and gentlemen right now we're gonna be talking about sex and relationships and we're gonna be mixing that with a little bit of uh fb post of the week all right 
So we're gonna start this off like this. Now, uh, young Sean, cover your ears, boy, because we're about to be doing some just play the dealer, cover your ears. <laughs> just grown folks conversation right there. I don't need we, we don't need you, you to be corrupted. I don't want your moms and pops chasing me around the place trying to beat my ass. Here we go. <laughs> I thought this was interesting as an FB post of the week. Um I gotta proceed this by saying social media is 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 a pretty interesting place because I've never seen so many strangers get like deeply offended by a stranger's opinion. I'm not just talking about like you got, you know, you want to troll somebody, you disagree with somebody. I'm talking about like your feelings hurt, like you can't sleep, like you mad, you want to fight. Social media, Facebook, Instagram, they're funny places to me, but I want to read one of these FB posts. All right. Now, family uh here's a post from a young lady uh she posted it big up to tay y'all know i don't really say the last names this is from one of my favorite adult only groups it's 30 plus entertainment and she is asking for our thoughts on this post the post goes on to say from a lady i'm going to call her e because that she has e and then she has her at but i call her e if my child and my husband both had COVID, COVID, and needed a ventilator, and we only could give one to one of them, I'm saving my husband. I wouldn't want to raise my child without my spouse if I could help it. My child can't help me mourn the loss of my husband. Now, I want you all to absorb that. Everybody absorb that. Young Sean, play that dealer. Just y'all absorb that. Okay, so the majority of comments are that bitch crazy. Fuck her. <laughs> she needs to die. Fuck her and her husband. I'm like, well, goddamn. Damn, chick. You should like no more things So let me let me go let me go around the table. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with Casino. Casino, let me read this again. Let me read this yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. If my child and my husband both had COVID and needed a ventilator and we only could give one to one of them, I'm saving my husband. I wouldn't want to raise my child without my spouse if I could help it. My child can't help me mourn the loss of my husband. What's your take on that, Casino? Alright, so I'm about to say some shit that's uh, politically incorrect because the senses is probably thinking she's crazy like you mentioned uh but in her mind she's like uh uh my child can't pay these motherfucking bills <laughs> also also uh she's probably looking at it like um hey we can always make a new kid together you know what i'm saying like you know what i'm saying like you know the virus gotta you know what i'm saying god bless but yo we, we can always make a new baby but i can't make a new baby if my husband did is that fucked up it's fucked up it's no, fucked up I'm, but i'm saying like that's probably that's probably now she won't say it like that but i think that's what she means honestly i don't i don't 
I don't I don't know if it's I don't know if it's fucked. Like it's an opinion. Like, see, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, it makes sense to me, but like, I, I don't know if it's the uh, quote unquote uh, what, what is it the right thing to say and something like that. But like, I you know, props to her for uh, choosing choosing the husband over the job because a lot of times people choose a child over the husband. So that's what's up. I mean, look, you're, you're talk, before before we move to natural, I mean, Casino, you're talking to a social it's media bunch that's mad. At <laughs> no, they're, they're, mad, they're mad at a guy that's on his boat taking pictures when they would do the damn, <laughs> oh, the right. same that's thing right. if they had the boat. So I don't know how rational these people are. Natural, how you feel about that? Uh, you don't have to answer this question. <laughs> It depends on if I like my husband or not. Let's just start there. I might not like this fool. That might be a good reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, that honest. makes sense. That now, makes if sense. I had to think about the husband I had, oh yeah, that ain't gonna happen. So yeah, um, <laughs> it would be the child that I would save, of course. Who's more, who, who's more annoying, the child or the husband? You see, that's right. You pay, right? right now, yeah. Listen, to, to casino point, you know, pick. Nah, but I'll just decide. Pick. <laughs> man, go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. I do agree. I understand where casino's coming from. I just hope I never have to face that, right? So, right now, I don't have a husband, and my child is an adult. So, hey, I'm out of this equation. Because I'm not oh. having any more kids, so there you go. That's my answer. I just don't know. It depends on if I like him or not. How about that? Right, right. Cousin Ed. <laughs> now, you know we live for the kids, man. Me and, I, I have to say for myself, <laughs> me and Mr. Moon live for the kids. So I done been there, did, did what I had to do. So I definitely will um, choose my child with my spouse. So right. at, the end of, right. at the end of the day, I mean, they, they got to live their, their life. And whatever my spouse has done, Peace to him. I have a quick question though. What if the child ain't shit? <laughs> you should. I'm That's a good question. That's a good question. Hey, look, yeah, so yeah. let me let me just say this. I will I will catch a slug to the face for my wife or right. my but here's the whole thing, right? If if my wife w- needed medical attention, the same medical attention that my my daughter needed, she would go. I love you. Let me go right. save the baby. Right. So it's not right. even right. for me. For me, you know, for me, it's not even um, it's not even a question because, like Ed said, everything I do is for my family and my daughter so it's like it's not a question but i don't think this lady it's not like if she was on dumb shit news it's not like i would want to smack fire ulta she because mm-hmm. i'm looking at it like that's her opinion you know you could go to the bible and you know you can always find some something in the bible you go to the bible and i'm sure you could find a passage or something that says that your spouse is of a higher priority than the child like it's correct that's how she feels right. I, I mean the the opinions were blowing my yeah. mind i was like yo why why do y'all hate her like they were like yo 
somebody need to kill that bitch. I was like, God damn. Yo, it's just a post. She's I just mean, posting. Yo, like, I like the fact she, she I like the fact she chilling a nigga over the kid though. Like that's 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 like some loyal shit. Like, I ain't gonna run. I know that sound fucked up, but like that's rare to hear anyway. So I, I don't know. Well, it is, and also, uh, uh, Casino, you brought up something in jest, but it, it, actually, we don't. This is an individual. I'm, go, I'm gonna tell y'all, social media people. Y'all like she don't like her daughter. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta deal with y'all emotion, man. Like this shit, you're not supposed to lose sleep on what you see on social media. You're just not, because you got the option of turning it off. But we don't know this lady. Her daughter might have stabbed her in the motherfucking ass when she was 13 or some shit. That's what her daughter I'm might be a gang banging stripper crack bit. Like we don't know what the fuck. So nah, that, that's might one be thing. A fucking asshole. That's what I'm getting at. Let me ask y'all. Let me ask y'all. Let me ask y'all. Let me skate along to the next topic. Is anybody in particular mad at the young lady before we move on? No, it's her opinion. She can do what, what she no. wants with her life. That's that's not my business. Period. Right. Okay, here we go. Now, Sorry. number two. This is from Kevin. Big up, King. Kevin, ring the bell for you. Kevin wants to know. And now, Kevin, we we talked about this, and I'm not, you know, I'm not the fake broadcaster. I'm not going to act like I'm just reading this to the fam for the first time, because I'm not. We... I read it to them earlier to give them a, a, a kind of gist of what we will be talking about. And, you know, you use some lingo that we found funny. Now, we were calling you names. I'm not going to lie to you, Kev. If you're, if you're listening, we, we did call you names. However, some of those names we're not going to call you for the sake of me even having one sponsor. Because some of the shows that I do, I feel as if I'm never going to ever have a sponsor again. But Kev, I am going to tell you, I was clowning. I know I can snitch on Casino. He was clowning. I'm not going to snitch on that because of, I can't remember. I can't remember if they clown you. And I know Mr. Moody clowned you too. I can snitch on my wife. So I can snitch. Okay. So let me read Kevin's thing. Kevin wants to know. Kevin wants to know about trash sex. So Kevin says, what do you consider trash sex from a female? Now, for all my ladies that are listening to the Jeff is Moody show right now, we're going to we're going to make this. Um, we're going to make this. What do, what do they call that? When, unisex. We're going to make this a unisex question. OK, uh, uh, it's, it's mm -hmm. for both genders. Ladies, what do you consider trash sex from a man and men? What do you consider trash sex from a female is there anything that a woman can or won't do sexually that makes you label her sex trash what he means is there something she can do that turns you off so much that she's trash or there's something that she won't do that turns you off so much that she's trash or is kevin Punani, Punani, to you, <laughs> and it doesn't matter as long as you get your Shaba ranks, Mad Lion, Tiger. I'm about to go Tiger Bomb. 
Shabba Ranks, Mad Lion, Buju Bantan ass nigga. I could not believe that you still say Panani. However, I mean, Panani still is a phrase. So, yes, that's what we were clowning you for. And I know you're laughing because you know how this show operates. I am actually going to answer this one first. Because my definition of trash. Okay, so Kev, check this out, right? Yes, there are things that a woman can do me to call her sex trash. Now, one of them is a woman who has no imagination in the bedroom. I call these women Laura Ingalls. A woman that lays on her back and doesn't want to put her legs over my shoulders. Too much ouch. Too much stop. Too much ooh, it hurts. They used to tell me that back in the day. Shit doesn't change. All right. Um, a woman that does shit like that. Um, she has trash sex. A woman with no imagination. Her shit is trash. Now, a woman that doesn't give head. She has trash sex. But, Kevin. But. She will get in a, a trash exemption. If she has let it be known way before we ever had sex. That she doesn't do certain things. Because. This is one thing I think that fellas do wrong all the time. A woman tells you something and you still go ahead and you have sex with her. And then when you have sex with her and you try to do what she clearly, she clearly told you she doesn't do that. Then you get mad at her and you call her shit trash. But it's not trash. She already told you she don't give that. She told you she don't do anal. She told you that you can't put a belt around the neck and fucking choke that shit to the third button on the belt. But she told you that. And so when a woman tells you that she does this and not that, it is up to you at that moment to sleep with her or not. And if you sleep with her, I don't think it's fair for you to call her trash for her not doing shit that she let you know in advance. But trash to me, Kev, is a lack of imagination. It's a woman that can't physically go the distance of like good sex. You know, sex is a, you're not supposed to have, I like a, I like a whore. And I think that if I have sex, I, I, I'm that typical old school, um, uh, freak behind closed doors, classy ladies in public. Out of every four times that I have sex, I could do Laura Ingalls sex one time out of four. I need a dirty, slutty whore two times out of four. And for the third time, we could we could kind of, you know, we could do that little seven minute thing or whatever. Like, hurry up, get off me. I know you need a nut. Just get it and get the fuck away from me because I don't want to deal with you really like that right now. So a woman with no imagination, a woman with no, with no physical stamina, a woman who has too much nose, a woman who is, is just everything is an attitude. Ladies, if you want a man's uh, shit to stay hard and give you work, you can't have an attitude when somebody wants to make love to you. So, yes, there are things that a woman can do for me that will make her trash. Now, we're going to hold that for a minute. Because she's the only female on this phone, so I'm going to move over to Cousin Ed. 
Cousin Ed, you know the question. What's the answer? I mean, you already still all the thunder, man. I, I agree with everything that's you up. just said. Um, I think that's part of the BK in you. But any, mm -hmm. any I mean, anybody that doesn't know their body to me and doesn't know how to express themselves sexually or, like you said, that doesn't tell you they don't do something to get in the bedroom talking about, no, nah, I don't do that. No, don't put it there. I don't give head. That's trash. You can go ahead and get out. But yeah. if, you a, if you a freak and you, you know, anything goes, we good all day long. But um, so expressing themselves, knowing their body, um, being able to be a freak, anything outside of that, and, you know, as long as it ain't boring, man, it ain't trash. Yeah, there you go. Um, casino. Okay, so my my answer is going to well, be a little hold on, different. Hold on, casino, hold on, casino, hold on, casino. Hold on, casino. I got to say a podcast's prayer before you answer this question. Hold on, Lord, please help us get through uh, Casino's answer. Please give us. <laughs> That's actually give, a good give idea. Us yeah, give us and give the give the listeners, um, um, give us the strength to uh, get through this. You know, Lord, I, I want my show to play all week, and I, and I kind of want to come back next week if it's possible. Bless Casino. He's about to answer this question. I'm shitting bricks. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Naturel yes. don't know what the hell is getting ready to be said. Cousin Ed is just sitting there like, this might be it. Please bless this man. Bless this man. Casino, you know the question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, 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 because he asked, you know, if, if there's anything a woman want do won't do or can't do or whatever. I, I forgot. I'm I'm paraphrasing. But look. Okay. What she does? What she does? Is there any? Hold on, Casino. Is there anything that a woman? Like, is there anything she can do that makes her trash? Like, is there an act she can commit that you would say, this is trash? Or are there things that she can say she simply does not do? What is it? Is there such a thing as trash sex? Yeah. So, okay. Got it. So, so you and Ed, um, you know, like, uh, it's pretty con consensual. It's just the same thing, uh, you know bad you know not not sucking dick um that's that's trash but i, I kind of want to i kind of want to flip it a little bit uh bad hygiene can make my dick soft all right hold on now i didn't even think about that because that is trash that's, sex. that's that's gonna be trash sex if your breath smell like old three-week wet potato salad bitch no that ain't mm. happening uh that's gross uh not washing your ass properly and and i know y'all like oh he messing with like dirty chicks nah it's a lot of people with bad hygiene out here y'all and and like for some reason dudes is not letting these ladies know that look um your mouth and and uh and, and ass stink you, you you need prayer right now. You need to You're go right. down to the depths of uh, whatever it is wrong with you and fix that shit. All right? 
So, the casino. Hold on. Before you go on, where are we at on time? Uh, we are at. Let's see. We're at the twenty-eight minute mark. Okay, cool. Casino, close out yours, and let's move on to natural. <laughs> no, I mean I'm I'm pretty much done. It's just uh, bad hygiene can be can make sex trash. It, 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 yes, it can. Nat, nat, natural with because I got mm-hmm. I'm a fire. Casino just said some ill shit. I gotta follow, I gotta try to follow that up. I gotta say one quick thing. Natural, what can a man do or not do that'll make you say his sex is trash? Or to you, is if you, if you just need some D, is the D the D? <laughs> um, I would say first and foremost, uh, coming too fast would be definitely trash. Um. <clears throat> Second, someone that doesn't pay attention to the to your body, like as a woman, like a guy should care. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like and, and kind of take time to please a female. If he doesn't do that, it's definitely selfish. So he would never get a call back, right? So I mean, those are the main things. I'm gonna keep it PG. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't want to go too deep. <laughs> mm-hmm. But those are the those are the main things for me. I like that. Natural, you know, one thing one thing that I think is, you know, one thing I like about recording with like Ed and, and Casino and people <laughs> like that, it's like anybody that wants to keep it PG, you're good because we violated <laughs> to the point. You really did. You really did. Yeah, like you no, really did. nobody has to worry about not being raw because we've done enough. <laughs> now, here's what I here's what I want to do. Natural, natural. We got more questions in the. We got more questions here, but I want to take a break and come back with another fifteen minutes. With respect to everyone's schedule, because now, hey, Ed, I don't know if you caught Natural doing a little sister on me. I don't know if you caught it, but I did. <laughs> I said, hey, hey, you know I, said, <laughs> I heard it. I said, where are you going? You know what she said? Did you hear her? What did I say? I said, basically, I'm going. No, no. I said, Matt, where you where you going? She says, out. I was like, oh, I did. did I say that? Yes, you did. Yes. yes. <laughs> Yo, I don't recall. We know what that means. We know what that means. Yeah. That's like, mind your motherfucking business, big bro. I'm going where I'm going. Exactly. Nigga. Exactly. That's what that means. Hilarious. I know, hey, Matt, I know your man sitting there somewhere. You tell that nigga you better keep, keep that shit. Well, it's his birthday today, so um, happy birthday, King. Yo, what's your name? Hmm? Word, happy birthday, player. He's in there laying down right now, so I gotta Damn. Him up. Player. Yeah, I hear you. Hmm? Who? I didn't hear you. What's his name? Oh, Brett. Yo, Brad, happy birthday, man. Happy birthday from the Jeffers Moody Show from Cousin Ed, DJ Net, bro. Casino and all the listeners of the Jeffers Moody Show and BGRadioFM.com, ReachOneNetwork.com. I mean, you got your hell of a woman. You must be a hell of a man to be fucking with Natural. But she just motherfucking shaded me. She just, she baked the shit out of me just now. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to come, we're going to go to a break and we're going to come back and we're going to finish this up. Nat, if you can hang, it'll be dope. If you can't hang, that's cool. We're gonna okay. we're gonna close this one out and come back. Okay. All right, let's close this up. We'll be right back, y'all. You're listening to J 
Jeff is moody. On Beat Break 87. Family, 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 welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show with DJ Naturel. We're going to get, yo, me and Nat used to have the flyest joint in all the podcasts. Because I would fuck around and I would go cut, yo, it's the Jeff, it's just Mr. Moody's neighborhood with Cousin Ed. And I go, DJ Nat, and she go, well, no, what I say, Nat? That's a Nat. Yeah. That's, that's what we're going to start doing. We just got to get our timing back. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Correct. So we quarantining, y'all. We quarantining, man. And we actually having a lot of fun doing it, man. We got to smile. Naturel has reminded us that you got to smile. You got to have a little bit of fun. You got to have some conversation, man. It's just not all about sick, 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 sick. Keep talking about sick so much, you're going to fuck around and get sick. So we... um. We're doing it. We're doing it a different way today. We're doing it the way it should be, and the Jeffers Moody Show is going to be returning back to its, you know, regular insanity, y'all. <laughs> keeping you informed, keeping you up to date with COVID and coronavirus, all that, but letting you uh, not letting you forget that we got to laugh. I hope you guys are enjoying the quarantine show. We are in four different locations and we're rocking out. Uh, let's pick up on where we left off, y'all. Now. New mingling and dating rules for the COVID-19 era. Now, I want to say something to y'all. I'm going to say this because I ain't going to talk much. I'm going to let everybody else do their thing here. Let me just say something to y'all, respectfully. Um, For you single people, I'm going to laugh at you right now. But it's not laughing at you like I don't like you. I'm just going to laugh at you because I live with in-house vagina. I ain't gotta like it but let me tell y'all single people something i don't know how the fuck y'all are making it out of this bitch right now because i'm gonna tell you right now if i was a single man i'd be afraid to fuck with anybody i'm telling you masturbation porno sex dolls all that shit is probably at an all-time high right now so i love my single folks y'all know i love y'all i know y'all get pissed at me sometimes because I antagonize y'all and y'all know I'm not serious. I don't know why y'all be getting mad for real. I know I'm only I'm only playing. But I'm gonna tell y'all this. I am happy to have in-house vagina that really doesn't go out because my chances of the my chances of something they're slimmer because Mrs. Moody really doesn't go out. Like she may go out once every two or three days or something like that. I don't know how she does it. So I'm going to say that. That's all I got to say about dating. I see Casino ain't saying shit. See, Naturel is over there. Yeah, see, that's why I little sister this ass. That's exactly why I just did that shit right there. I'm just saying, y'all, as a guy that, that live in vagina, I have never appreciated it as much as now. Now, really, when you think about what I'm saying, Mrs. Moody probably is not going to take too kindly to this, but I meant I meant it respectfully. Y'all see how a motherfucker can pop shit and then fuck his shit up at the same time? So here we go. New England rules. Yeah, yeah, because basically I just now said the most important thing about the cooch is that it live in a house with me. So yeah, I have to deal with the repercussions of that off of, off of airtime, Casino. Now, uh, I'm going to ask Casino first. 
new mingling and dating rules for the COVID-19 era. Now, Casino, how are you approaching meeting new people and hookups in these times? Do you have any rules or no? Or have you just shut dating and sex down, you know, at least for now until things seem like they could be a little bit more safer? Um, I have shut dating down because, uh, I mean, can't really, can't really go nowhere. Uh, mm. And as far as like, as far as the sex aspect of it, I, I've shut that down. Um, I, I want to thank God for Pornhub right now. Cause uh, that that that's uh that's very that's very important in these dire uh, times that we're living in. But um, I, I do have one rule, Moody. Um, I got one. I have one rule when it comes to uh, new new ladies that come through. You know what I'm saying? You trying to get intimate with them? Uh, my my rule is this: uh, back shots only. Right? Oh shit. Actually, <laughs> sorry about that. Hold on, back, back shots only. Uh, you but see, but look though. Here's the thing: like you, you, like like you can't kiss right now, right? Like like you can't even be like intimate. Uh, yeah. like, like, I'm feeling casino. I am so with you right now. But can I just ask a question? This is a strange silence here. And are you here? <laughs> Everybody on me right now. Hey, he, he, he might here. not be. I, I, I'm, I'm here. I ain't know what that fool was going to say. So <laughs> I'm over here cracking up. Everybody Don't got me on mute. I understand. I'm just, hey, I'm listening. I'm, I'm just taking it all yeah. in. I think DJ Natural agrees with me on this. No, no, no. no, so no. What's funny no. Is, she got in house right now. No, well, well. That's you, what you know, I, I'm saying. Like back shots should be mandatory if you're listen, single in these times. Let me right? tell you, I I cannot disagree with you. Even if you have a boo that you're not married, right? So if they're coming in and out. I don't know what you've been touching and moving on. Like that's we what got I'm to, we got to flip things around now. There's no kissing, like none of that. I handed Buddy my cheek today. I was like, listen, but just hit the ear, just kiss the ear, because I'm not trying to get infected with nothing. I don't. And, I, and God forbid this doesn't work. I'm not dating nobody. And listen, I have, I have I told, a lady that listen, I told him the other day. I said, "You better be happy we met right before this happened, because uh, you wouldn't be." So yeah. After this, I'm done. Done. So yeah, I'm praying that he holds on because it's gonna be. I'm gonna be right there with you. Cause you know, porn. What? What is it? Pornhub.com. I'm going to, uh, let me go to Sam's. Let me get my right, ship. Matter of fact, Amazon Prime. Let me go ahead and put that those batteries on a on like a, a girl cell. <laughs> hey yo, I think I just want to give I just want to give a free shout out. I want to give some free publicity. Pornhub, man. The Pornhub. What up, yo? Pornhub. You know, shout out, ring the bell. I want to give. Uh, some, I just want to say X video. I just want to tell y'all, man. You know, even as a married guy with in house vagina, you know. Still, you know, because a lot of my visual have been taken away from me, from me being able to be out and about and just see things that I like and can't touch. You know what I mean? I want to thank X Video for uh, providing the, the images to uh, propel me to show more extra love uh, through imagination in the, in the house. Miss Moody, um, all right, uh, cousin Ed, because <laughs> I know that. 
I may not be alive to record. I may not be alive to record next week. Cousin Ed, uh, answer the question, man. Any any date rules for you? You in my situation, so I don't know. I mean, yes, right. I'm going to say anonymous. So, what my man told me, you know what I'm saying, just, you know, he can't go in no hotels. He can't do nothing. So, he's shut down right now. As for me, I'm in the house, so I'm good. I have a quick question, though, Moody. I have a quick question. Yeah, sure. So, so like, real real quick, it ain't going to take long. So, like, for the happily married men that are out there, I ain't talking about y'all, but the happily married men out there (laughs) with with, with side bitches, right? Like, like how are they dealing with it? Like, because I would love to know how (sighs) they're dealing with it. Because I know it's sad right now. For, for uh, these niggas out here with side, with side women right now. It's got to be, it has yo, to be a tragedy right now. Yo, I'm going to tell you. I don't know how to, I, I talked to some of my boys. See, did, did y'all catch how much smarter Ed is than me? Because what Ed did, Ed was like, yo, I'm in the same situation. So let me tell you about my man. Ed, Ed was straight to the homie. Ed ain't playing himself. I'm fucked I up. Think it, Yo, I think it. Be like, nigga, for real? That's a real what? shit, though. That's a real shit how Ed did it. I like that. He did that I like real that. slick. He yeah, did yeah. that real slick. Like Miss Moody know I'm playing. What happened was... Fly out to, out to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, see, okay. See what Family, I'm, we, we were going to do... We're going to say this for another show. We were going to do worst and best dating experiences, but that shit is easily 30 or 40 minutes. So we're going to bypass that. I'm going to read another um, a, uh, HB post of the week. And I really want y'all guys to give me an honest answer because my answer may disturb some people. I don't know why, but I'm just going to give it to you. This is from, once again, 30 plus entertainment. And there are so much, yo, Grown Folks Conversation. One of my favorite groups is Grown Folks Conversation. I got to start getting more uh, posts from them. But I don't know, 30 plus always pops up, I guess, when I'm just browsing through the internet because they post a lot over there. Now, check this out, y'all. We could do yes or no with with a little bit of, you know, you can expound on a little bit if you want to. If a 14-year-old girl lies... And says she is 19. R. Kelly, chill, nigga. We know you're getting excited if you're listening to this podcast. This is not for you. This is not a good thing. Chill, Kels. If a 14-year-old girl lies and says she is 19 and then has sex with a 25-year-old man, does he deserve to be in jail? Cousin Ed. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I work in the school system, so 14, I mean, she got to be extraordinary to pass for 19. First of all, 25, mm. still fucking with a 19. I mean, I guess I was doing it, maybe. I don't remember, but right now at this age, I couldn't see it, do- couldn't see doing it. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he need to go to jail. Now, now, if this question is phrased as if he truly and fully thought that was a 19 year old do you is it still the same answer that's what i'm trying to say at night at 25 i probably may have you know what i'm saying still been in the mm-hmm. club and bumped into a 19 year old 
Mm. But you you could tell the difference between a 14 and 19. I mean, any day. And that's still middle school, you know what I'm saying? You're 14, you're in middle school. You just get right. into high school, you're a freshman. I mean, mm. just looking at the people I see every day in the schoolhouses, I don't think a 14-year-old going to pass for it, man. So, okay. you you get you got to use some reason, reasonable sense, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Casino. Hello. If you're 25 years old, you should have the wherewithal to know if that girl is lying to you. All right. First of all, 14 year olds don't wear grown ass women's shoes. They wear Jordans and Air Force Ones. If you see a girl that's rocking Jordans <laughs> or Air Force Ones and she says she's 19, she lying, nigga. She lying. The fuck out of here! What you, what, what, like, what's, what's going on? What, what are you doing? Don't believe that. Don't and stop paying attention to what, 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 what everybody tell you. Pay attention to what you see, not not what people That's telling right. you. So nah, send that nigga to jail because chances are she fourteen, she rocking some Jordans, right? And grown ass women right. don't wear Jordans right. like that. Sorry. Yo, all your grown women that wear Jordan. I mean, he got a point. Like, I mean, Jordans are cool. Yo, high top basketball sneakers to me are really not the flyest thing to see on a woman. But that's just that's just me and Casino. It probably add too, I guess. Naturel, does he deserve to be in jail? Yes, and you're right about the sneakers. I mean, I have a pair of Jordans. I have no idea where they are. They're somewhere in the back of the closet. I really don't right. care. I don't wear them. Right. Um. But to their point, um, he should be old enough to be able to distinguish whether a girl is 14 or 19. And this is my biggest issue, too. But like, are you meeting this broad the same night and just hooking up? Like, are you not having a conversation? Where does she live? Does she have grown women bills? Like, what are you, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She lives with her parents. Does she have a car? Like, all of these things Thank you. have to be in the conversation at some point. Now, unless you just met this girl at the club and took her home the same night. You know, men need to be a little bit choosy about who they give sex to as well. So, but all of the women out here wearing all the fake hair, lashes, all this makeup, you really can't tell, right? So, I give him, you know, some credit to that. But at the same time, you gotta, you gotta slow your roll. Are you really that anxious to put your penis in somebody that that you meet instantly? You know what I'm saying? Most, so, yes, yes, there are men out so, there that are like that, unfortunately. Absolutely, clearly, right? So, guess where they need to be under the gym. I can't, I can't argue with that. I'm going to say this. I agree with everybody here. Based off the way I read the question. If a 25-year-old man meets a 14-year-old girl that he legitimately thinks is 19 and he doesn't, he doesn't understand that she's 14 and he probably wouldn't sleep with a 14-year-old. And he finds out that she's 14 because I've heard coming up and even today, maybe not 25 and 14. Back in the day, I cannot tell you how many stories I've heard of dudes that slept with 15 year old girls, 16 year old girls. And I saw them and I was like, she's 19, 20 years old. She's and this is with me having a discerning eye. This is with me kind of looking at him like, nah, she. But you know what? Kind of what Casino Ed and Naturel have stated. 
I don't think he should go to jail if he really didn't know when you look at that woman, that young girl, and you say, if your first impression as a judge or a juror, when you see her in court, if your first impression was, oh, she's 19 or 20, I'm not sure if he should go to jail for maybe his bad judgment. Because if that if the mind of that man is I wouldn't really sleep with a minor like that, I don't know if he should be punished for that. But here's the catch. Like everybody said, I'm 50 years old. And when I was 25 years old, I'm sorry. If you were 14, you could have looked 19. You could have looked 20 years old. You could have had a body like a 20-year-old. You could have been getting in clubs that allow 21, 25, and over. You might have beat the whole system. But the one thing you weren't going to be capable of beating was a five-minute conversation with me. I was going to know exactly what the fuck you were if we talked for five minutes. So I don't know how a 25-year-old of any kind of discernment cannot understand you deal when I talk to females I could almost tell you a woman's age about five minutes in literally when I ask you what you do where you from listen to the tone of your voice listen to if you're fidgeting if you're looking around there's things that just a man should naturally know like if you have doubt because the thing about sex, when you're dealing with any kind of woman, like Naturel said, there's a lot of thirsty niggas out here. And unfortunately, too many people just want to stick something. Like, like for me, the more I pay attention to you, the more I'm going to know what you're about. And it's not even just your age. If you're a hood rat, you could try to act classy when we first meet. Guess what? About 20, 30 minutes into hanging out with you, I'm going to know what the fuck you are. I'm going to know what you are because people can't really hide their mannerisms and who they really are like that. So I will say that if 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 you're a judge, a juror and you look at this 14 year old and you in, in your mind, you're like, yo, she's I would have thought she was 19 to 20. I don't know, but I don't think that that situation should ever be on the table because I think a 25 year old fucking man should know better. Like Casino said. A chick, there's nothing wrong with grown women wearing Jordans, but I just don't see, like, grown women usually don't wear untied Jordans. Like, a chick with untied Jordans. That's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at, big bro. You know, y'all sit in the car and the mumble rap chick come on and she know all that. You got to be saying to yourself, yo, wait a minute. Yo, when when you get off your job, what time you get off? Yo, where you work at? Yo. If he had any doubt in his mind, I think he should go to jail. All right. So your family, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the, the, the understated side of what we're all going through. We have decided to give y'all guys phone check for the majority of the show. Uh, I want to thank Cousin Ed. I want to thank Casino. I want to thank Natural. Uh, I think Nat got a dip out, so we're going to come back, and we got the one and the only, I think, Mrs. Moody. Y'all might hear her working with us this week.
after she listened to this show, which she does every week, I might have a black eye and I might get on the air next week and tell y'all I can't record for the next month. Because <laughs> I might I might be on punishment for 30 days. Until then, we'll see. Our family to Jeff is Moody Show. We'll be right back. We're on quarantine, but we're having a good time. Hope you guys are enjoying. This is Beat Break. Radio FM.com, reach1network.com. If you have an iOS device, go and get that free Beat Break uh, 87 FM app. For all of my Android people, I joke around with your phones a lot, but y'all got great phones. Uh, uh, Beat Break 87 is constantly working on an app that will work perfectly with your Android phone. So please, until then, Make sure you check us out at BeatBreakRadioFM.com. We'll be right back. My name is Jeff is Moody. I want to thank everybody that's here. And Nat, little sis, if you got to go, love you, girl. We'll talk to you soon. And by the way, Nat, can we get a little, got a little mix coming? Got a little mix coming? I got you. I got you. I got you today. Got you. No doubt. I have a thing. Hey, go, right, go, go with your king. Y'all go quarantine. Put your hazmat suits on. And y'all, y'all go out there in them streets and celebrate that birthday. Um, I'm a little sis. Hey, Nat, where you going again? Uh, out. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Jeff is Moody on is Beat Moody. Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on Beat Break Radio FM.com. Reach one network.com. Family, man, like I told you, um, if we don't laugh, we're cool. What was that? My bad. That was my fault. Yo, my, bad. my bad. Oh, no. You fine. You fine. Yeah, we don't edit. We, no, no, no. We don't do no edits, man. I know what that was. I had to ask, y'all. But like I told y'all, man, look, we wanted to bring a little levity uh, to the situation. The last two weeks of the Jeffers Movie Show, they've been great shows. I mean, <clears> last week, um, I played a couple of my favorite segments from, you know, 2019, 2020. The week before that, I wanted to remind you guys of where I came from. And we had a great conversation with DJ Naturell and myself and Podcast P. So it, but we, we, I have been kind of focusing on, you know, the meat and the meat is the coronavirus. And once again, you guys, as we move on into now, we're going to come back to Corona and talk about it in a more serious fashion. Um, but like I told you, I'm a news and lifestyle show. So I do have to give you news. They got to keep you updated. But, but also, levity. Learning how to smile through everything that's going on. I think that what this next segment is about, I think that we're forgetting that there's some heavy psychological impact that goes with the strongest, most powerful nation in the world being smacked down by a pandemic and um, free people some facing quarantine some actually not able to leave their homes and I think that that is overlooked and there's a balance here folks that I'm trying to keep today on this show and there's a balance that I hope that everyone would try to keep which is keep your eyes on the prize family we've said it multiple times during this show don't forget in november vote you've been so pandemic out 
nobody is talking about voting. People are so focused on their health as they should be. We're kind of losing scope of things. So we need people to be balanced. We need people to stay focused. Trump is responsible for this disaster in a large scale. He didn't create coronavirus because I don't think he can spell coronavirus. Ring the bell. You and Sean play that dealer. You ain't got to cover your ears. Now, this is going to be educational for you. But we need balance, though. We need those to stay focused and hardcore. And we need people to make us laugh. I'm going to try to do both. What we want to talk about, family, right now um, is that everybody is not speaking about all the time. And because we're, we're, this is about our health and it should be. However, however, there's an underspoken side of COVID-19. There's an underspoken side of the coronavirus. Now we know that health is the primary issue and it should be because this is a pandemic. But there are so many ways that people are affected that haven't been talked about. Some of them are psychologically damaging. Some of them are spiritually damaging financially damaging so we wanted to use this panel with my favorite addition to the panel uh that we have uh today and we're going to speak on some things that society understandably isn't focusing on but they are very crucial natural has left the building she has stuff to do i gotta tell you if i call my little sister a queen then you could just imagine this is this lady that's on the phone right now. We got to call her like the royal queen, the the queen of queens, the the the. You, my mom is like the queen of queens, I guess, because she'd be the older one. But the royal, like the royal highness, goddamn black belt queen. Um, if pain in the ass was a compliment, she'd be the pain in the ass queen. She is none other than damn near twenty five years married. She doesn't have children for a guy. She is, folks, like I like to say. And you know, I may get punched in the eye a little later. I got a show to do right now. Ladies and gentlemen, the intelligent, the royal, the majestic, the loyal, the one and only, my in-house vagina. Ring the bell. Love this woman to death. Ladies and gentlemen, see. how you doing, girl? See? See, you are a habitual line stepper. You were there. It was good. And then you had to mess it up with the in-house vagina. Always. Thank was you I doing for the introduction. Smoothly? By the way, we only have one child. I've only given you one child, not children. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you know, you know, yeah, I think of it, babe. You only physically gave me one, but we were the gymnastics household. I mean, you 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 attract True. the other two. You're the mother. You're the mother to many children. You know you you know. Let's just fix that up. Don't worry about all the little details and stuff. Was I going smooth until the in house? Because you, I think it was beautiful. I thought it's. I think it's complimentary to be your husband's in house vagina. But babe, I, I would hope that everybody would assume that I'm your your in house <laughs> vagina. I, I really don't think. You have to tell them that it was beautiful up until then but as i've told you many times you're a habitual line stepper so right, well, I'm, it's okay you know, hey folks i'm sorry about that sorry about that y'all i didn't mean a, a habitual line step again but 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 babe i'm happy that you're here thank you for showing up you had to run out 
so you had stuff you had stuff you had to do because i think you would have had fun with the rest of the conversation i know that you'll definitely have fun listening um listening to it and um well, hold on don't mean mm-hmm. to cut you off real quick but don't make it sound like i just ran out just to be running out that i'm not staying quarantined and you know just being out like nothing's going on i just wasn't just out to be out so i just want to make that note that i'm not a habitual line stepper like that She's not. You're not. You're not. You're not. You went out because you had to be out. Indeed. 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 Ring the bell. Ring the bell. True. 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 All right. So here's what we want to do. We want to talk about, um, you know, something that this is so understandable why why people wouldn't be talking about some of the things we're going to talk about right now because health is the primary issue right now i mean there's no getting around that so this is not an attack this is not saying people are not being fully observing or whatever but there are other sides uh, to what we're going through in this pandemic so we're going to talk about a couple of categories and i really want the panel to just be honest you know just just say how it's affecting you maybe it's not at all you know and let's just talk about that. So we're going to talk about, from an entrepreneurial side, um, Mrs. Moody is a realtor. Cousin Ed is a multiple business owner. Uh, Casino, you got something going on on the side? Yeah. Just, uh, just, just uh, working. I work for the man. Well, I mean, shit, the man pay your ass enough money that you ain't got to... See, see y'all. Casino. He's a he's a corporate hoe. He's got a pimp. Yeah, who basically. Tells him, yeah. Who tells him where to be yeah. and what time to be there and gets paid for it? It's okay. Yeah. We're we are all hey. you know a lot of us are are, are hoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause look, I love Casino it. is the one that uh, you know, Casino the one that send you a hundred dollars a hundred dollar bill in the mail folded up in loose leaf paper like your grandma used to do it back in the day. Cause she used to go, I got to wrap the money so the mailman can't see that his money in the envelope. So he over there raking in all that damn dough. He raking all that dough. So let's talk about from the from the entrepreneurial side, uh cousin Ed man, all the ventures that you're into. Uh because cousin Ed, it might you're a corporate hoe also, aren't you? Yes, sir. Still going there every day. Okay. So, so from a from an entrepreneurial side, how has this affected you? Right now, entrepreneurially, um, I'm worried about rent this month. So, I have um, a couple properties where I have renters in. So, I'm worried about what's going to happen at the end of this month, first of the month. Mm-hmm. See if they're going to pay. Government saying they don't got to pay rent. You can't kick them out. So. I gotta figure that out. So mm. that's one of the biggest things right there. My rent roll, worrying about how much I'm, I'm going to get this next, not only this next month, but the next couple months. Right, right, right. And, and so let me let me ask you a question. Um, with your understanding of, uh, of what's going on, I think that a lot of people are looking at like landlords and people like they're looking at them like evil, like yo, you got to pay this rent. And I've looked at it from two ways. I was like, well. You would like for your landlord to say, hey, I understand we're going to work something out. But at the same time, your landlord is at risk if you don't pay your rent. Is there is there something is there something, cousin Ed, that what would be your ultimate way 
of working this situation out. If, if you could just call the shots. Well, just like they did the bailout and they're bailing people out um, for um, businesses that have employees, I wish they would have gave us a bailout saying, yes, you can, they, they don't want you to charge rent, but what about the bank that's still going to charge me the mortgage? So if they can um, exclude the mortgage for the same amount of time, then I'm good. They can stay. I'm not losing anything. But if I still got to pay the mortgage and you saying they don't have to pay rent, then I'm at a deficit. So it's not a balance there. So I was hoping within that bill that they passed, the $2 trillion bill, they would have thought about, you know, the landlords, but nothing I see so far is put in there for the landlords. So okay. I understand the side of the tenant, you know, they're not making any money. I got, I got one person who works for a restaurant. They've been out of work for a month now. Um, what do I say to them? I can't say, you know, you stole me the money. I mean, you still owe me the money, but you're not working. I understand you're not working. But it's hard on the landlord side. So yeah, I'm a creep for asking for the money if you have some. But I'm still the mortgage company still gonna look at me like. And actually, I called one of the mortgage companies, and only they said that we'll put it on the back end of the, of the three months. So in three months, you oh. still owe all three months. Mm -hmm. It's not like you don't owe. Right. So it's it's crazy out here. Well, and that, I mean, I think that's a if they're willing to do that, did not affect your credit. To give you a reprieve for three months? I wish SunTrust would tell us that. They will. Any mortgage company will do that right now. But I'm not, I'm talking about, it's not my property that I'm still going to have my money coming in. I'm talking yeah. about a property where I have to get money from somebody else for three months. I may have reserved for in case nobody's in the place, but I'm not, I'm not reserved for three, three months on three different properties. You know what I'm saying? Right. So... It, it comes to that point where you got to look and say, well, I'm not getting no money on any of these properties. I still got and one property, which is up north. I still got paid lights and everything else for the hallways. Right? So it's still other things going on, not just the rent roll. It's the expense of the property itself. So things like that, you still got to worry about. Right, right. So, so Mrs. Moody, now you, you are, you are entrepreneur and you're also a corporate host. Is this correct? That is correct. So, let me ask you from from your entrepreneurial side how, how is this affecting you as a <clears throat> realtor and and uh one thing i want to add because obviously i know you personally is your your strength as a real estate agent is not so much cyber marketing or you know you don't pass flyers around you don't drive around you know in a car that 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 is wrapped with your face and name and everything you don't do like you know a, what a lot of realtors do as far as marketability and i'm th that's great i'm not knocking that i'm just saying you are a word of mouth realtor your career has been based off really the seed of your first couple of clients that just spread out for you and they spread out and they spread out and they spread out how has this affected you as a real estate agent and associate broker um I I'm blessed it seems like God always knows when I need to be still and in this situation I mean I'm Gary list you know as I mentioned earlier I had to go out um I got two listings today two listings and purchasing a house um I went out because you know the one person wanted to go out I purposely 
not been reaching out to people and doing stuff because I'm trying to sit still and do the social distancing. When you mentioned, you know, that a lot of people are, you know, that that health is the main thing. Health is very broad. You know, you have your physical health, you know, with the virus. You have your financial health. You have your mental health. So this is affecting health in all ways. Um, on the entrepreneurial side, you know, I'm blessed because I do have, you know, a corporate America job and, and real estate is not, you know, my bread and butter. So I don't have to go out all the time. And right now I'm not trying to go out. If nobody wants to buy a house, I'm good because I'm already way before the COVID virus. I was already the, you know, one Lysawing stuff, not touching stuff or whatever. And, and this just made me a little more paranoid. So if I don't have to be out, I'm not going out. Here. Okay. okay. Let me let me move on. Uh, I wanna ask I wanna ask um Ed Casino and Mrs. Moody. I wanna ask you guys. Oh, and me as an entrepreneurial hey, listen, it's I was very shocked to find out that artists would not be in the studio like I, I thought one thing that I thought I thought artists were going to be like fuck it you know gotta work gotta work da, 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 da. it has been the polar opposite and not that I would have been there any fucking way but it it has been the polar opposite there's a certain irresponsibility about your basic musician and you know I'm not saying all of them are irresponsible but there's an irresponsibility. I think that's something that happens with this with this pandemic is that we're not understanding. You know, when you leave your house, there are no super proper precautions you can take against this pandemic. Casino and I were talking earlier in the week, and he said what I've been telling people the whole time. You got your face mask on. You got your gloves on. Casino, tell me if you remember this. You got your gloves on. You sanitized to fuck. You're you're clean to high hell. Motherfucker sneeze a cough in the air. 100,000, 200,000 droplets that can linger in the air for two hours. What is the one thing most people are not covering where you could get sick? Is it your nose? No. Is it your mouth? No. Is it your open eyes? Yes. And so you're walking around and you may walk up a grocery aisle or something where somebody has sneezed a cough and those droplets go into your eyes. And you may or may not suffer from the... So this is something that we ain't getting around, y'all. So, so let, me, let me ask you guys from a corporate standpoint. How have you guys adjusted to working from home? Has it made you lazy? Has it, have you gotten complacent? Are you more charged to do your job? Do you not mind doing extra hours because you're home or how is that working? Casino, let's start off with you. All right, so let me start off by saying, um, the older I get, the more of an introvert I am. And I don't like half of y'all niggas anyway out there in pub. <laughs> right. So casino, and when you're done, when you're done, casino, pass it over to cousin Ed. 
right, for sure. So, like, so, like, honestly, man, like, um, the transition has been easy. Uh, I mean, it is kind of weird because it's kind of like you know stuff that I would normally do. It's like, oh yeah, it's like. Yeah, can't can't uh, can't do that because hey, everything's closed down. So any type of any type of social atmosphere is gone. So so that that has changed. But as far as like, but for me being being somewhat of an introvert, I, like like I'm I might be the most extroverted introvert ever. So so it's not really so so I do this in my sleep. So so it's not that big of a deal for me. So. Um, so I've been adjusting the best way that I can. I still go to the grocery store. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm super careful. I, I try to go around a time frame when I know ain't a lot of people going to be there. And then I bounce and I go back to the crib. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, man, that's kind of where I'm at with it. All right, Cousin It, you up? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So for me, um, unfortunately, I'm still in the office. So which is a crazy thing we um in the field i'm in we have to maintain the network and we have to do it from the office and we are providing laptops and devices to different um, people in the organization so i'm still there and still interacting with people um does it make me nervous somewhat yes and at the end of the day the most high has me so but I do take every precaution I can take. I come in in the morning, <coughs> everything down um, before talking to anybody. Make sure I put my mask on. I know, like Moody said, as y'all said about the, the eyes. Anybody that's sick can't should not be coming into the building. Anybody coughing should not be in the room. I, things like that. But um, as for waiting for them to say we can work from home, I worked from home for 11 years, so that's that's nothing for me i don't think it'll change for me i'll be glad to come back home save on gas save on time save on clothes everything so um i'll be glad to do it but um i think like you said as i got older i'm more introvert so yeah. being around people wouldn't even wouldn't even bother at all so <laughs> right in casino oh. hey hey by the way you have a uh me and you, you may be tied. You may be the most introverted, extroverted person in the world, but I'm gonna tell you, your hottest competition is your big bro. Cause I am, I, I am probably the prototypical introverted extrovert. So the, yeah, I can understand it. Cause yeah. I'm not too crazy about human beings that, that turn me off either. So I get it. Uh, Miss Moody corporate wise, um, how's it been? This this transition this thing what is it what is it what is it done to you and i want to you know um casino where are we at on time uh, let's see uh we're at uh not necessarily 30 minutes we're like we're 24 minutes in 24 minutes okay, cool okay that's cool um so, Miss Moody, I want to ask you how's it been, but I want you guys to go around really quickly after she's done um, and, and tell me, has this situation, like other situations in the past, has this kind of exposed, once again, that corporate theory of people need to be in the building? Because I'm seeing a lot of productivity from cyber community. I'm not just seeing it 
from my wife who works at home you know she gets an opportunity to, to work at home here and then and i'm seeing a lot of productivity actually more than when somebody goes to a building and they're there for a set amount of hours it seems to me like when they can cyber commute they don't really mind a couple of extra hours so mrs moody how's it been i love it i ain't ever gotta go back into the office um i've always enjoyed working from home i am more productive when i work from home because there's no excuse not to be i'm not losing you know two and a half to three hours a day commuting to and from you know the job so it, it's it's been great as a company um you know, our company, as soon as the COVID first hit, our company started preparing. I work for a law firm and they started preparing two months ago. So when all this hit hard and stuff got shut down, we were ready. And so and I'm in the you know technology department and I help support people. We are ready. It is going great. When we come out on the other side of this, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of blessings because you know, companies are going to see it can be done. You know, this is a way that you might be able to, you know, increase the morale of a company because you can see now that the company was maintained remotely. And so mm -hmm. that's what I'm hoping comes out, you know, comes out of ours. But I've definitely been more productive. Me and my boss been on the phone at nine o'clock at night, you know, doing stuff. It didn't bother me at all. I mean, I'm salary. I don't get overtime anyway. So whether I'd work or don't work, I'm still getting paid. So it don't matter. Right. I think, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I've noticed the product uh, productivity not only not only from my wife, but I've just you know even just on the phone and talking to people that I'm talking to, and you just you're listening to them, and it's kind of funny because even their tones are different. You know, it's a, it's like this thing where you hear the frustration of a commute. You know. You can hear the frustration of a person that doesn't get along with a co-worker, but when someone is home and they don't have to deal with that, they just seem more willing to just go the extra mile because it ain't shit. It's like, sure, I'll do that. So I don't have to deal with, with him, her. I don't have to sit on the interstate for 90 minutes each way. So... I think that once again, it's going to be something for companies. Now, there are benefits for companies having people come into the building, especially tax wise. But I just wonder how corporate America is going to look at this, because I think that this is going to be the longest time that corporate America has been faced with people working from home by necessity. So that, that's going to that's going to be a really interesting thing. I want to move on. And uh, now I'm not even sure if we're gonna get a damn ATL traffic mix today. We're gonna we're gonna put the talk over the music. We'll do as much music as we can, and next week we'll rock out and make sure they get a full hour of the music. But um, we're having some great conversation here, so let let me move on. Um, Casino, I want to ask you because uh, cousin that is married, Mrs. Moody is married uh, to me, so that takes me me out of that effect. Um, you spoke about it earlier about just, you know, dating and, and sexual relations and physical relations or whatever, but 
what has this said to you as far as uh your past of you know you meet somebody at whole foods you meet somebody at kroger's you meet somebody at how are you looking at women now without even knowing that anything is wrong with them period <laughs> well well now when i go out uh i assume the the cute lady that i see um in, in the photo section i assume she got that wrong <laughs> no, I don't even. I don't even. I don't even approach. Nah, nah smart. I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool on that because because she might laugh and like a droplet might hit my upper lip. Nah, I'm good. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not even in the mood. Like like I, I feel like right now is not even the time to even be like uh, looking at. You know, like chicks in 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 that light, I I, I feel like I feel like uh, there's there's more important things to be looking at right now. And I thought I'd never say that. But here we no, are. No, no, you're right. You're right. And, and let me let me just say this because we gotta we wanna uh, we definitely wanna keep it moving. But let me say this. You know, we joke it. We joke around a lot and we goof off a lot. And you know, whether I'm by myself or whether I'm with the crew, uh, you know, there's there's really honesty to everything that we say. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell y'all folks out there right now. Listen, if it's not against your beliefs or or whatever you know whatever the case may be, whether it be religion or just your personal beliefs, y'all motherfuckers better start watching porno. Watch porno, lady. If you yo if you if you're into those toys, pleasure yourself. Cause I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you something right, and this is adult talk. I would rather be a masturbating fool safely than interact with somebody and get sick. But it did but it didn't take it, it didn't take a virus to do that. Viruses have been had me in that state of mind. Chlamydia had me in that state of mind. You know what I'm saying? HIV uh, uh whatever the fuck uh um um Sifa anything, any disease you can catch has always had me in the state of mind that we need to we run from adult conversation so much. And when it comes from an, an, an habitual line stepper, you know, it sounds like I'm being like I'm being my normal, you know, just over the top self. But to be honest with y'all, I'm gonna tell you if you're sexually yearning or something, this is a time when you embrace that self love and all that stuff. Because you can mess around and get out there and fuck with somebody. If them people ain't, un- let me tell you, I live under the same roof as my wife and my daughter. But every single time we go out when we must, you do not know what you're coming back home with. You don't. You just don't. So this is a time to practice self-love. You know, we could giggle and laugh about it, but that's just a truth. Proof, and I want I want all of y'all to do that. Big up to X, big up to X video, man. Uh, X video, man. Yeah. Shout out, man. Big up, man. But nah, real real quick. One mm-hmm. one stat last week was Pornhub was the third top uh, internet traffic. Right. You had, Netf- you had Netflix, and I think I forgot the second one was Netflix was number one, and then number two, whatever it was, number three was porn. That's Social distancing. Do to me. Uh, Okay, see, I, I'm, I'm the one that, that, that had the numbers up. Then. 
Social Salomon. distancing. Because, yo, you on it. You know what happens is adults, adults go into a child, child stage where they're shy. To, and, and, you know, this, there is such a thing as TMI. This such a, a thing is too much information depending on who you're talking to. Adults yeah. kind of, America is so over-sexualized. It's, it's amazing that a nation that everything revolves around sex is ashamed to discuss sex. It's, it's amazing. But I want to I wanna move on really quickly, folks. Um, I would like you guys to answer this as quickly as possible because I want to close this out with the kids. And I think that's the most important thing. Um, how, how has this pandemic, how are you being affected? How do you feel, you know, how's your mindset? How are you feeling not being able to see your loved ones that you're used to, you know, physically seeing? Because I know I can't go see my mom right now. Well, I can, but I don't think it's wise. And I'm, you know, like I want to see my mom. And I just don't think that it's wise to take that trip and go do it. And it bothers me. So how has that been um, for you guys? Because I, I can almost speak for Mr. Moody, Mrs. Moody, although I don't have to. You know, her her beloved is it's just four out less than four hours up the road. So how has it been from you guys kind of being safely and intelligently separated from your loved ones that you know you can physically see and you can no longer do it for a little while? That, uh, Miss Moody, you go ahead on, on and kick that off. Well, you kind of spoke. I mean, my number ones are in the house with me, so I'm I'm good. But, you know, I miss my my ma too. Um, my ma is his ma, even though I'm an in-law technically, that's really my ma and my mother in a former life. So, you know, I miss her, but I agree, um, you know, we, we can't go right now. We don't need to be going. You know, my brother and, and sister, my brother lives here and I, and I hardly ever see him. We talk a lot, but we just don't see each other in person. I'm another one. If I ain't gotta be out, I ain't gonna be out. So. I don't like, you know, I'm a control person, so I don't like someone telling me I can't go somewhere. So that's bothering me. But overall, I'm I'm good because my number ones are here with me. Go ahead, whoever that. Hey, babe, can I, babe, can I clarify something before I pass it on? Yeah. But when Big Daddy say that you can't go no place, you don't you don't be wilding out over there. Lord, please, no. <laughs> I just had to stop for the audience, babe. I had to stop. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I bet you're lying, Stephen. Hey, man, y'all got to face the wrath of me. Hey, y'all family, y'all see what I do to entertain you, you, you goddamn people. I put my life in jeopardy for y'all. Hey, um, Casino, go ahead. Hey, right, so. So my pops lives in a totally different state. So he's about five plus hours away. Uh, my sister, she's about three and a half hours away. So I'm used to not seeing them. Um, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, I talk, I, I talk with them on the phone on the regular. So, uh, so, so th this is so. So me not seeing them. I mean, I, I mean, I would like to visit my pops and hang out with them, but. 
it's, yeah, I mean, like, like you said, Moody, it's 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 really not a good idea to do that right now. So you probably need to wait till it gets a little warmer. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, or you know, or, or at least until the curve flattens, uh, as as they've been saying a lot lately. Right, cousin Ed. Yeah. Well, for me, um, Mom Dukes is down here with me. She came over to the house a couple of weeks ago, and she's been over here ever since. So that's you know, I got the family right here with me. The biggest thing is my dad and my stepmom. They up in New York, so they supposed to come back. I think two weeks ago, or maybe going on three weeks now. And it got crazy. I said not to fly. They wanted to drive, and it was like, well, they already up there have anything coming down here they got wait 15 days you might as well stay up there so that's one of the biggest things right now concerning me is them being in new york and now hearing that flatbush it has some of the biggest cases in brooklyn or in new york itself they right in the mix of multi-racial community got the jews got caribbean got everybody from the island it's just crazy right there where they at. They can't go to the store like they want to. Just being on Flatbush alone, interacting with people. So trying to keep my dad out of the number spot is the biggest thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that's what really that's really concerning. And then thinking about if something did happen, how how would I get up there? Is it smart to go up there? Or you're hearing stories about people can't be with their loved ones. So that's that's kind of nerve wracking kind of nerve you know scary to me. but like i said before the most high has to, at the end of the day no matter what decision is made you you know choose to do he already has a plan so you gotta leave it in his hand so i just stay prayed up and you know just pray about it now hey cuzzo have you have you moved from where you were before because you you get you trying to get choppy no i'm in the same spot okay okay cool. how's sound for you because all right well, uh yeah, um, it was a little bit of choppy, but I I heard m- most of what you were saying. All right. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Um. So, I want to close out with this, and and ladies and gentlemen, um, I think I'm gonna come back with a. I've never closed my show before without a polar opposite. There will be no um. There will be no uh, world's most trifling today. None of that stuff. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the polar opposite of trifling, obviously. Uh, but you know, we want you guys to remember that we're we're doing this in care, and you know we're trying to wean ourselves off of just not so much not giving you information or talking about the coronavirus. But one thing that we're trying to do is we're trying to remind you that this is this is serious. You can smile with it, you can laugh at. I don't think we thought. This would happen. Like there, there's, I didn't. When I first heard it, I, my my ears were already up and alert. But I, you know, it it it. I, I was really stunned. And this it it brings me to our children. And I'm gonna pass it around, cause you know I'm gonna pass it around to you as well because you have a nephew and you have a you have a niece as well, don't you? Yes, that's correct. Okay, I'm going to pass it all around. One thing I think that we we have done in, in this desensitized society 
it when you deal with some of the old schoolers that that would be all of us because you're talking about from 40 to 50 on the phone right now 39 to 50 on the phone no 40 casino you're 40 now um you're 40 right sir that we've grown up with it has been tough it out be tough don't worry about it you could do it and that and it is necessary um by no means do i want anyone to think that i am now becoming an advocate of pussifying and wussifying our kids not at all but there comes a time where we have to turn off what we're numb to and we have to look into the minds of younger kids over the past couple of days when i've been thinking about doing this show and you know i've talked to ed and i've talked to casino and uh, mrs moody and i had a conversation about you know the kids and um what what we should or shouldn't be doing in regards to the kids and i said i find all of us in our fields of expertise to really be desensitized it just happens over the course of time um i don't know if casino remembers or cousin air remembers but just days ago i was talking to, to these guys about being it professionals and if you've been doing that for years how many times can you tell somebody just to reboot their computer and they're telling you you're not doing your job and then they reboot the fucking computer and everything works you know and after a certain point in time you're like you're not doing your job i where's your manager you don't know what you're talking about then they reboot it and it works and before you used to be offended by it and now it's nothing to you you know like an asshole client is nothing to you you're numb to it you know if you show if Mrs. Moody goes and shows a house and somebody wastes a gang of her time, she doesn't like it, but she doesn't come home and stab the pillow over it. I'm used to idiot artists. I'm numb to them. It's like we become so desensitized, we forget that we do got to practice a little bit of compassion. Where my heart has been broken the most for this whole thing, believe it or not, because I want the world to be well. I don't even, I'm one of the few black people that is not wishing coronavirus on Donald Trump. Because I'm going to tell you, you get to wishing that shit on motherfuckers, it'll be you. So, here's the thing. My daughter, who never complains, who is a strong character person, to see her, her devastation at missing her prom at missing her graduation and this is a kid that all her life has had a goal to be an excellent student and to see that vanished to a certain degree is painful but then when i hear adults going oh well you know you know that'd be all right you know hey man look man that's that shit but you went to your fucking prom went to your graduation I don't know where you get this expertise of telling these kids sometimes I wonder about they mixed messages man I wonder how they fucking deal with us 
Because in one sense, we tell them to excel academically. And then when something happens like this, we go, I don't worry about it. Worry about it. You got it. You did what you did what you graduation shit is overrated anyway. It's just a role, da-da-da. It's devastating to them. So I want to go around and if all of you can do this in three minutes or less, what is your take? on what we should do or what you're seeing from your kids like not it don't have to be a child it could be a niece nephew it could be a next door neighbor how are you guys intaking what the kids are going through the athletes the scholars the extracurricular kids uh what what is you guys takes on it uh casino let me start no cousin ed let me start with you all right. Um, so, I, you know, I got two in the house and I coach and mentor a bunch of them. So I'm start with the ones I coach and mentor. Um, it's hard for them. So who, who doesn't know, I coach basketball to a lot of kids throughout basketball. A lot of the kids who plan on having big summers and going forward towards uh, the live period, which if you don't know what the live period is, when the college coaches can see you and actually talk to you. So the first mm-hmm. live period was this weekend. So people were planning to go to Texas. People were planning to go to Jersey. And that's one of the biggest times, the only time a coach can talk to you. Now it's canceled. Practice that you would have been going to, your season ended a month ago. You would have been practicing up to now. That's been canceled. So they don't know what their future is holding. Especially the seniors who were trying to get into mm-hmm. school. Now it's up in the air what school they can get into. They couldn't take the SATs. So those are the ones that I mean, really feeling I'm really feeling for. Um, and even I know two guys who's supposed to go pro. You know, this they, they was going to the NCAA tournament. They didn't get a chance to go. Now they back home trying to prepare to go pro, and they don't know how that's going. So I mean, it's it's really difficult, especially for the athletes and the kids who. Are, uh, planning to go to college or in college trying to figure out their future. Everything's up in the air. They don't, they don't know what to do with themselves. Uh, as for my two, being home every day, uh, working on the structure of getting up, still listening on class. Uh, my son, you know, this is going to his senior year. He's trying to figure out getting up, working out, developing a regiment. Those things they have to, they had to get in, in, in tune to. So right now, they, you know, they say second week, so in tune to it. But now they're figuring out they out another month. What's next? So the question they had to, they asked them, are we going back to school? Does it even matter to go back to school? We have no testing. Why are we going back? Um, so a lot of questions come out, come out of this whole situation. And um, just trying to, you know, let them know everything will be okay. No matter what they do, as long as they stay focused on what they already plan to do, everything should work itself out. If you stay focused on what you already plan to do, everything will work itself out in the wash. So this this keeping them, you know, sound sound to the ground and making sure they understand that the most high has them at times. So that's been the biggest thing. A lot of the children that I've been talking to. I'm gonna ring the bell for that. Casino? Yeah, man. So, um, 
So my niece graduates this year, and I think she's around the same age as your daughter, uh, Mrs. Boone. Uh, so I called her and talked to her the other day, you know, just, just kind of checking up on her mental health, see how she's taking it or whatever. She sounds like she's all right, but <clears throat> I mean, she, she was being honest with me. She was like, you know, you know, um, she was telling me, she said, Uncle B, I feel like, you know, um, I've been robbed of, uh, you know, of my, you know, with me going to the prom my senior year, and, you know, graduating with my friends, you know what I'm saying? Like I did, you know, I did, I did 12 years of grade school and, and it just abruptly leaves like this. So, so I kind of feel her on that. And, and like, I, I feel like, I feel like by this happening, it kind of exposes a lot of things with, uh, uh, with, with our, uh, public school system too because basically if you were a good student and you worked your ass off and it's abruptly like okay of course you're you know they're gonna pass you but if you were a shit student and you wasn't shit to begin with they're gonna pass you as well and <laughs> and, and so that might fit and so cer certain people might feel a certain way about that it's like well then what well, then what what the fuck is all this hard work all about then like so you know i feel like everything is a lot which is probably what people are thinking honestly um so yeah man um yeah man it's kind of crazy right now and people are, are starting to see what what a lot of government systems are in place and how shit it truly is for what it is right, right. indeed indeed man this is moody um, you know, both Pup and Ed have spoke on the, you know, Pup spoke on our child and her senior year, and I'm not going to, you know. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on, Mr. Moody. Hey, um, all, <laughs> of you, all of you, many Jeff is Moody Show listeners, I'm Pup. I'm oh. the, you never heard of, I'm Pup. If she says Pup, she's talking about Jeff, guys. Okay. Go ahead, Ms. Moody. Sorry. Yeah, I don't, yeah, that's who he is. But, you know he spoke on our our daughter you know cousin ed spoke on the sports aspect of it i'm going to talk about the the kids who when they went to school that was their meal that's where they ate that's where they Word. felt works you know felt safe you know mm -hmm. and now they're in whatever environment that they didn't feel comfortable in or that they you know are not eating in and you know, I, I am very emotional and this really has my emotions up and down because I am a, a mom to a lot of kids. Now, the kids that I am a mom to don't have to worry about stuff like that, but that still does not keep me from worrying about kids that I do not know who are going through this. So that that is one of the things that I, I think about a lot is what's happening to these children who don't you know get to eat when they want to eat whose parents can't just run to Kroger's and buy you know some crab legs for the night if that's what they want you know the kid who has the parent or the guardian who is using them as their punching bag because they're frustrated they can't work that that's what I'm worried about in addition to my my own kids well-being I mean I hate that she's losing her senior year 
but she's going to come out of this fine because she's she's strong and she's got two parents who are going to continue to to lift her up and a lot of kids have that but then you have the ones that don't and that's where my worry has been and my heart has been and my prayers have been for those kids who don't have it easy Amen. Damn it. Man, I'm going to tell y'all right now. Uh, I guess my show would never be. It would it, never do the right thing by radio standards because we got. Casino, what is this? About two and a half hours of recording? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And it is what it is. You got to take it out. Yeah, you got yeah, to take it. Take it high. We we in about an hour. No, I'm talking no, about, about the whole hour. thing. Oh, the whole thing. No, I'm talking about just this thing. Oh. This one is an hour. Pretty much. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, there is no hey, folks. There will be no ATL uh, traffic mix. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week with the ATL traffic. Y'all will be alright. Y'all will live, man. Yo, people, people miss mixes every day, B. You know what I'm saying? So, so, but just when you think what is the most important, just when you think it's that, somebody comes in and they remind you that as bad as your child thinks they have it, as bad as you think your child or your niece or whoever has it. There's a kid that went to school for more than education. They went to school to eat. They went to school to get out of the house for a couple of hours. I want you guys to keep in mind before I leave this segment. I don't know if I'll have time for the polar opposite of trifling. I'm definitely going to try to try to slide it in. Um, the president of the United States has never mentioned these kids. Not one time. The politicians have not much mentioned the kids. And until Mrs. Moody just said some of them are eating, I kind of forgot about that. Some kids are coming to school just looking for lunchtime. And we all forget about that. And I think that maybe, maybe that's what's going to destroy us as a civilization, man. So, I'm going to tell y'all, we're going to get out of here. We got to count the minutes up, y'all, and, and see how much time is left in this show. Um, I want to thank DJ Nat. Yeah, you can. Just real quick, sorry to cut you off. I do want to shout out at least the metro area of, of Atlanta with some of the counties that they are still, you know, meeting the kids at lunchtime to give them lunch even though school has you know been out you know the bus they're keeping the bus drivers employed by having them go to certain bus stops and give food so these kids can eat but you know i i just want to say pray for pray for these kids in this country man who don't come from what you know i can speak for our kid and cousin ed's kid you know that come from a good home and that we can provide food something as simple as I know my kids gonna eat today and I you know just pray for those kids who don't have that 
Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Moody. That is, I'm telling you, that is definitely enlightened. Uh, folks, uh, we're going to try to get back. We're going to count some minutes up real quick, and maybe I'll be back with Polar Opposite of Trifling. If I am not, you folks enjoy some of the realest conversation you've heard in a while. This is the Jeffers Moody Show uh, on BeatRegRadioFM.com and ReachOneNetwork.com. I'm Jeffers Moody. Thank you to DJ Naturell, who is the co-host of the goddamn show. Thank you to Cousin Ed. Thank you to um, Casino. And, of course, thank you to Mrs. Moody. Um, hope you guys hear something that you like. And please remember, uh, if you're to all my broadcasters and fellow broadcasters, if you're doing it for likes and loves and the money and all that stuff, God bless you do your thing. But I'm going to do, do what I think needs to be done. And we're going to have a conversation we think we need to have. And I will rise and shine with it or I'll crash and burn with it. Don't really give a fuck either way. All right. We'll be back. We're going to count some minutes up, y'all. I can't tell y'all what's coming next. We'll see. Jeff's Moody Show, y'all. Thanks, guys. See everybody later, man. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Welcome back, family. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show. And listen, we just had, you know, I think that when you go 56 weeks straight and you provide what you know what I consider to be excellence in 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 the sense of just commitment to a craft you know I'm not better or worse than anyone but but I'm telling you it shows like today that that let me relax you know it recharges me it gives me an opportunity to look forward to next week and recharge and re-energize and get recreative because I talk to people that I really love you know, you know, Naturel, well, Naturel is a part of the show. You know, Cousin Ed, all these, all of them to a degree are kind of like a part of this show to a degree. Casino, Mrs. Moody, I mean, what she said about caring about these kids. You know, we're, we're so worried about what's going on as we should be. We're not thinking that with the schools being closed. How many of you have constantly been thinking that there are kids that are not eating? There are kids that 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 that's their escape from a, an abusive household. I was so proud of my wife when she when she made that statement. You know, everybody made great statements. And, you know, if we were all sitting around each other, it's the same exact conversation we would have. Family, remember something. This show ain't nothing but you being around your family. That's all the Jeffers Moody show is. It's not a lot of tricks and gimmicks to it. It's, it's. It, I don't always do things the right way. I blow segments more than anybody speaking. I probably make Sean Garvey pop five at Cedrons every Monday. I'm gonna tell you something, man. The beauty, the beauty of talk radio is the imagination, and it's who you're talking to. I appreciate every single one of them. I appreciate every single one of you for uh, this conversation we were able to have today from from four and five completely different locations. I mean, Mrs. Moody is in the house. She's in a whole different portion of the house than I am for recording purposes, not health purposes, but, and we made it happen. So, you know, that's my polar opposite of trifling today. Mrs. Moody is the polar opposite of trifling. 
Naturell is the polar opposite of trifling because Naturell is the one that started posting on Facebook. She wanted to post a couple of stories about healing. She understands that people whose body recover from this, that's not a cure, but she just wanted people to smile for a second because she noticed everybody frowning too much. That makes her the polar opposite of trifling. Casino's the polar opposite. Cousin Ed's the polar opposite. I'm the polar opposite. Now, with, with, with uh, me, Casino, and Cousin Ed, y'all might not be able to tell we're the polar opposite because <laughs> we say, we got to say what we say. But I want to thank the people, all the workers at the supermarket that are coming in contact with people per day. And these people need their jobs. They need their checks. But they're doing what they have to do. That's the polar, that's the polar opposite of trifling, y'all. These are the heroes. The garbage men are still picking up trash. The post office still delivering mail. You know, people are dropping off packages. And, 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 and the good policemen and the firemen and, oh, my God gosh what can we say about the medical personnel in this country and worldwide you guys are the polar opposite of trifling to all the djs that have been on social media just playing hours and hours of music to alleviate people you're the polar opposite of trifling for everybody that's cracking a joke for everybody that's making people laugh or smile instead of a 24 7 misery fest all of us are doing this together Yes, the president of the, of the free world is an asshole. He's a loser. He does not care about anything except himself and his money. But we're, we, it's okay. We got this. And we're going to get out and vote. And we're going to make some things happen. We're going to do this. Whether he repeats again or not, we're going to continue to resist. Yo, we in for a battle. The battle has just begun. But with so many people that are the polar opposite of trifling, including so many of you listening right now that are looking out for other people. You know, I've been in supermarkets giving people something, sharing if I could. I see people now starting not to hoard, mainly because the supermarket won't let them. But I see people, I see people sharing. I saw a young couple helping an old lady with a couple of items from her cart. See, even in times of turmoil, we can be the polar opposite. So to all of you, to all of the real heroes out here, you are the polar opposite of trifling. And damn it, we appreciate you. Well, family, I hope you all enjoyed the show, but make sure you enjoy life even more. Pray for love over hate, peace over war, and don't forget, you ain't shit until you lend someone a helping hand. Family, my method is madness. You might not appreciate me till I'm gone, but while I'm here, I'm going to talk my shit. Now, I don't know if we got any time for the ATL traffic mix with DJ Naturell, but she's fine with it because she's like, this was dope. But let me tell you all something. If y'all don't get a lot of DJ Naturell uh, this week or none at all with whatever time we got left, you're getting an hour next week. I can guarantee you that. Listen, I love you all. I appreciate you all. And thanks for letting me be me. See y'all next week with another hot one. Please stay tuned and keep it locked right here for more outstanding talk and musical programming on Beat Break 87 FM, Beat Break Radio FM.com, and of course, ReachOneNetwork.com. Hey, yo, Sean Garvey. Am I the segment buster or what? We not down. We up. Colors of 
We got another one. See y'all next week. Love y'all. Jeff is Moody. Out. R.I.P. Ron Lyle. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87.